All right, tonight on Ship Chasing, our dear friend Crack Rock is back in the mix. He's going to join us. We're going to review our main event team we drafted with him. Who knows if he even remembers that team we drafted. We'll find out if he was at Robert Kraft's wedding. We'll also talk Week 10 waivers. We got a Kenny Pickett debate brewing here behind the scenes all today on Ship Chasing. Pat Fryer Helmo. <laughs> This is why I'm hot. Anita Hanjob. Fix your sight. Jamar. Alpha play chase. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Kadarius Tony? You can't handle the heat. It looks like we're finally at this point. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Ben Gretsch, Pat Corain. We're live. How we doing? Doing good. Yeah. I mean, I'm a little bit sick. Uh, Pete, you got that bun in the oven still. Um, children are just transmitters of viruses. Of joy? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm constantly uh, sick, man. Especially after the the, the pandemic. I think the pandemic just made their immune system suck. They, they come home sick like every other week. I was not this sick sick this much as a kid as as my kids have been yeah that does uh that does not sound fun you know it's like i have so many in my hierarchy of things i'm like worried about or stressed about i haven't even gotten to like the being sick part you know that's like yeah. so far oh, down yeah. like i that's, know that's in like the 20th well thing. also isn't that like later isn't that when they it's go to later. school and shit yeah 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 that wasn't a big deal for me early in the early years at all it's once it's they sleep, once right? you let them out in the world then oh man you're screwed yeah. sleep is the thing that i'd be worried about I'm very worried about that. Yeah. Not that I have Although, children, but that would, uh, that would scare me. Last night on uh, Club Top Shot, Peter Jennings just tells me I just hire a doula for four months and it'll be completely oh. fine. Yeah, a night nurse. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why didn't you lives, do, yeah, why didn't just you do that? Just lives in my house. What yeah. did you think of that? <laughs> yeah, if you guys want to become a YouTube member so I can afford uh, a night nurse for, for I thought you were going <laughs> to say if you guys want to become my doula. <laughs> oh, that too. Yeah, I'm sure everyone in the chat who uh, is debating, you know, James Cook versus Naheem Hines's value rest of season would be perfectly capable of also taking care of my newborn child. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you could do like a rotational doula in exchange for like some Q and A's, you know? <laughs> That's right. It takes a village to raise Pete's child, and that village is the ship chasing community. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Crack Rock's going to join us here in a little bit. Excited to see what he's up to. Our main event team that we drafted with him is actually in pretty nice shape here. Uh, it is actually, yeah. Mark Andrews can get healthy and get rolling again. But, uh, how was, uh, how's week nine for you guys? I know it's so fucking cliche, but I truly can't believe it's week 10. Like it fucking blows my mind. Oh, I'm into it, man. I'm into it. I'm you're I'm burned ready out. For, I'm ready for week 13, 14. Bring them on. Bring on the weeks. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. not burned out. I'm actually not burned out. I I wrote the uh, I've wrote as much of the walkthrough as I ever have to this point. So I'm actually pretty psyched about the progress there. But um, yeah, it's just like I'm worried I am gonna get burned out. Is kind of where I'm at. Like I feel like any moment now I could be burned out. It's been one of those seasons too. I mean. Pete, the way that I, I I get your feeling, and I think the way that I would articulate it is just that it still feels like we're like just getting out of the preseason a little bit. Where like the first six or seven weeks felt like this like extended preseason where nothing was really all that 
easy to understand around the league. A lot of offenses not scoring points, a lot of teams, you know, doing some weird stuff. It's also been one of those seasons where like, I mean, the hits aren't, aren't necessarily hitting for fantasy. I mean, we, we talked about like the injury stuff, like the breeze halls and stuff. The Garrett Wilson one is so tilting to me. That guy's an absolute freaking superstar. He's a I'm superstar. so stoked about the game that he had this week against the Bills in a game where his team threw 25 times, had 150 yards, and he had 92 of them. But, like, it's 17 fantasy points. You go look at your, your fantasy matchup, and you're like, oh, my God, these, like, terrible players outscored him. You know, like, you only get so many points for even being – like, that's incredible to go 892 against the Bills when you're the only good receiver, and Zach Wilson threw for 150 yards. But, like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and it, it it also just is a constant reinforcer of how quickly and how much changes like within the fantasy landscape. Like I, I tell you right now, we can fast forward to you know weeks fourteen through seventeen or whatever, and the guys that are relevant who are winning leagues, like they're probably not the guys we're talking about right now. It happens every year, and I it really crystallized. I posted this in our group chat with Leone. I was looking at our teams. Uh, three of them here, and I was looking at the records. And so we have this chasing stolen bananas with Sean. We have this buck, uh, this Penta team, of course, with Hassan and Blair, both bad records, 1134, 1151 points. And then we have our Buckeye Boomers team that six and three was off to a really fast start. It's gotten eclipsed in points <coughs> by these two teams. Like our Sean team still could make insane noise if it made the playoffs. But it just goes to show, like, if things don't line up perfectly and the way when these teams are peaking is at completely different times. It's just such a mindfuck. Well, don't both those teams have ETN? They do. That's a common yeah. denominator. ETN yep. is about as big a fantasy hit as I can remember. Like, yeah. that's about, like, that's as, let's hope it sticks, but that's about as clean a cut. I mean, the guy he was with gets traded away. He's been at 80% snaps three straight weeks. His efficiency is insane. He's used in the passing game. The offense is, like, good enough. But also like that sweet spot where they're not like that good of a passing game and they want to run through the running back. It's really perfect. Yeah, it's been great. It was awesome to see him get 28 carries. You don't you don't think Travis Etienne's gonna get 28 carries in the game, but like he didn't no. have the explosive plays this week and he still ground out hundred yards and two rushing TDs. Like yep. that's not that's not a Travis Etienne line. You, to your point about the offense, it is, now. It, is it is the perfect <laughs> it's the perfect sweet spot where they uh, don't have anything else. And so, like, even if yeah. he's getting stopped a little bit, running the ball, it's like, all right, well, we're going to give it to you 28 times because you're the only thing that's worked all year. <laughs> like, we're, we're going to – I mean, not the only thing, but, like, we're, we're hoping you're going to hit for something big. And, I mean, props to him for grinding out a, you know, a, a grinder's rushing line, 28 carries, 109 yards, two yep. touchdowns. Like, that's dope. His uh, routes this week were at a season high. They were up at, like, 69%, like a comfortable season high. So hopefully the receiving can can even bump up a little bit from where it's been. I mean, yeah, he looks awesome. What is, yeah. what is your guys' take on Lawrence? I haven't heard him like talked about much. I haven't heard people wildly overreacting in either direction about his play. It just seems like everyone's like completely neutral on Trevor Lawrence right now. I've I seen heard some about his commentary. Which, which a direction? Bust. Hmm. But I don't. I, I mean, I I, <clears throat> I think he seems like a not living up to the hype of number one overall pick and best quarterback and tank for Lawrence type of player necessarily yet. Cause he still makes a lot of mistakes. He's had some bad red zone interceptions this year, uh, but he looks like he's, you know, still makes enough plays and looks like 
I mean, it feels like he's going to be a sort of a middle of the road starter. There's probably still upside there. There's probably still downside there, but like, he's just going to be a good NFL quarterback, not a great one, you know, like Derek Carr level or something, or I don't know, maybe, maybe Matthew Stafford, maybe, uh, like somewhere That's in an that. interesting comp. Yeah. Cause his, his accuracy, I've written about him a couple times with like his accuracy was really swinging around in a really wild way. It's interesting. I at the time I was like, but Josh Allen's is so like maybe that's. But then Josh Allen started throwing all these horrible picks. So I actually like found something and then diagnosed it wrong. I was like, so maybe it's not a big deal. It was actually a big deal for both. <laughs> but uh, his success rate, he's he's uh, sixth this season in success rate. Um, so I, I was like a little bit optimistic last week. You know, I I think the thing that's bad for him is that the Jaguars seem to be shifting a bit toward the run bit towards ETN. And so I don't know. I think he's, I'm worried he's going to end up in like one of those situations where the team isn't really like built to maximize him, you know? And it's like from both real life and fantasy purposes, you don't want to be in like a balanced or run first offense. Cause you're never going to be able to like live up to, to the hype that way. So, and I, I tend to agree with Ben. I think he's he's looking like a good quarterback, but not like I don't think he'll ever be as good as like Burrow, you know. Let alone yeah, Mahomes. Yeah. Joe has a good point here. Twenty eight hundred two being awesome for ETN seems like a double standard. Oh, I, I agree with this, and I talked about this a little bit with Sean Silvinius. The way I would articulate it is when you go four straight games averaging at least six point five yards per carry in every game, with at least ten carries in all four of those games, and you're that explosive every single game. Then being able to grind out a 28, 102 line is something that I'm going to say, hey, it's cool to see you can do that too. But obviously that's a line that like if, you know, whoever does it, Derrick Henry or somebody, I don't know. We, yeah. We're like, yeah, this is – Najee Harris does that. I'm like, yeah, this guy sucks. It's, he didn't even average four yards a carry. Uh, Sean also mentioned to me he had a negative five-yard carry and a negative six-yard carry. The plays that got blown up in the backfield he couldn't really do anything with. Obviously, you can't just like take those out of the sample. At the same time, you kind of can because they were just completely destroyed, blown up plays five yards deep. If you take him out of the sample, he was like four point seven yards per carry. The other twenty six. We carries. don't need. We have a big sample in this yeah, guy now, and right. he ranks fourth in rush yards over expected per attempt, fifth in success rate, sixth in breakaway yards per game, twelfth in elusive rating. Like he's he's good. He's good. Yeah. Like I I at this point, I'm convinced he's good. I just want to see new things added. Like if he happened to have a season high in routes that would be interesting oh he did sweet he gets 28 carries didn't think they would ever do that sweet like i'm not worried if his efficiency falls off in one game if he's like unlocking a new skill it's like now he's a compiler okay that's cool we can live with that like you know because like one one week of down efficiency i'm not worried like oh no does he suck now like he doesn't suck he's really good he's a second year back who's super explosive and I see those 28 carries and, you know, cause I think in the back of my head, there was a little risk in him getting pigeonholed in the way, say the Cowboys have pigeonholed Tony Pollard and right. they're like, he was drafted to be Kadarius Tony. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and so it's like if, but the team continues to give us really good signals. You trade away yeah, James yeah. Robinson. You're willing to give him 20 plus <clears throat> carries. Like they're bought in. They do not have any ETN concerns, which also, is this is really Peterson, matters. a guy that we have generally thought of as, is someone who loves committees like to a fault like trying to find a way to put miles sanders in a committee or whatever like give me a committee like he's he doesn't want a committee at all he's he's going full workhorse in a way we've never seen peterson do yeah um 
Let's see here. It will be an interesting test this week on the road uh, versus the Chiefs. That is going to be uh, a fun game. Uh, it's also the highest over-under game on the main slate this weekend. So that'll be a big opportunity to see what, what Lawrence and Etienne they can will. do in that matchup. Um, What else is jumping out to you guys? I mean, on the waiver wire this week, I mean, incredibly barren you know some guys dropped a couple trailing burks out there jk dobbins out there but anything else jumping out to you guys on this week 10 waiver wire it's pretty dry i think we're we're spending a lot of money in some spots where we just like want to make sure we get one last good bid in you know which i think makes sense but i don't know it feels like we're it feels like inflation has really hit you know (laughs) (laughs) Well, and the one thing I noticed with some of our teams is we're entering kind of um, a quarterback uh, drought for us in that we have some Lamar Jackson teams on by this week. We have a lot of Kyler teams. He pops up on the injury report with a hamstring. He has a bye in week 13. You know, Deshaun Watson has basically been picked up in all of our leagues already. Like when you're going to try to find that second quarterback or that upside quarterback on the wire right now, even just looking ahead, like there is not a lot out there. There's nothing anywhere. I mean, we were talking yeah. uh, with Leone earlier about the running back position. You can't find, I mean, at this time of year, you feel like you can, you can find some contingency based plays that are a little bit under or like overlooked or like undervalued. They're not really there. I mean, I wrote in signals this week about Jermichael Hasty. I went and looked, and like he's not available in any league. Like everyone's already on that since the uh, James Robinson trade. I guess that makes right. sense. But like, people I don't picked know. up Snoop Connor. We did, you know, and then we had to throw him back. So yeah, because like he's just kind of buried. Um, but there's also not like sure points. Like, and I've seen Rex Burkhead yeah. on a couple waiver wires, and there was a point this year where I was like, yeah, that's the guy you're going to be able to start every week, but you can't really start him uh damien pierce been running a lot more routes there's not even like the guys you can pick up to get like five to seven points with anymore there aren't. um no you're it's looking been a, at like yeah it's, it's like been been a, black sheet or whatever yeah. like when you're scrolling <laughs> through the best projected running back play for week black 10 <laughs> black sheet? <laughs> but uh there's always a black sheet uh yeah. in the family uh <laughs> but like it, it made me think back to to draft season like oh. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, some of these teams we built where we drafted a lot of running backs. Like, I want to go back and and like if I if I could go back, knowing that it would look like this, like I'd want even more running backs. It doesn't mean you take them early. See, I want more receivers. There's so many teams where I'm like, well, we missed on three of those receivers, and now the team's screwed. The team's screwed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I guess I was thinking like if you start like five straight receivers and hit on all of them, then you could just be good. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like it is. Fantasy football is so weird because it's so hard during draft season to envision the the upcoming reality of like almost every player I I draft is going to suck and almost every player everyone else drafts is going to suck. And it's really just like getting four hits and you're golden. You get four hits and you're golden. Yeah. And it's like, so that, I mean, like obviously we're more, I think, on that in that like mindset than like maybe your average drafter you know that's why we tend to like to go like zero running back here running back but like i think it's still something i struggle with thinking like actually comprehending because 
you're like, well, we already have like these three receivers. We can probably, we can probably like move off receiver for a second. And like, you know what? I mean, you don't really have anything. You never have yeah. anything. Well, one <laughs> of the like Josh uh, Allen, Josh Allen's for real. That's about it. One of the ones that hit me this week, right in signals was um, how everything is played out for Ramondre Stevenson, who you guys were both all over. I was less excited about in draft season. It's, Ben, basically the exact upside case, right? Like he has the yeah. potential for three down workload. I never denied that he has that talent or anything, but I just thought it was going to be too much of a clusterfuck basically. But the yeah. other guys have got hurt. Like Ty Montgomery. They got hurt. hurt. He was James great. White's never ever even playing. Yeah. And Damian Harris gets hurt. And it's exactly the path for Stevenson. And he's been what we thought he was. He's been as right. promised. He's been a yeah. stud. It's worked out exactly the way we talked in August about this is the upside case. For it's Ramon a fever Stevenson. dream. Yeah, yeah, it's a few. But the thing that's so crazy about that that's worth emphasizing is how many other players can you look at? You mentioned ETNs, maybe another one, but like how many other can oh, you look yeah. at and point to and be like, we were talking about this exact scenario? Because for all the things we argued all August, like ten percent of them happened. Like almost none of them happened, right? Yeah, like we're just we're like we have no idea. We don't. AJ know Brown. Let's let's AJ yeah. Brown's a bit of a fever dream. That's been fun. They're gonna yeah. pass more. Hurts is gonna be awesome. And AJ Brown's AJ Brown. Yeah. And it, exactly. and it actually happened. <laughs> well, and one of the things, too, that's so sick about fantasy football, and there's a tweet I'm going to pull up that reminded me of this is how you can be right, but not actually right. And this plays out in DFS all the time. But this tweet from Eric Eager uh, during uh, the, the other day he goes, The Chiefs' best running back by a country mile is McKinnon, but they are naturally afraid he can't last a whole season. So they're messing around with Pacheco and CEH. As we've said before, though, and the snaps reflect it from yesterday, when they need a real running back, he plays. And it's like, you can yeah. nail the talent eval on like McKinnon. We've had McKinnon stash like everywhere. And it's like, you still can barely start him right now. Like, yeah, how, but how wait till the run. Wait till the playoff the contest. Playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, MMPC man. playoff contest. Yeah, we're going to put McKinnon in. Uh, we're going to be Kelsey playing McKinnon over Mahomes. Kelsey and Mahomes. Let's go. Yeah, no, no I'm, I'm, I don't want the equity in that one. <laughs> oh, seriously. Number one scoring running back in the playoffs this year. Here, here it no, thanks. Yeah. Uh, actually, but the other part say- of the running back thing, real quick to, to wrap that up, is just, again, how many bad offenses there are. It has been a weird season in that regard, too. Like, we're wrong about a lot of stuff, but when I'm looking at the like these waivers and I'm looking for players and stuff, I'm just reminded that there, there's a lot of situations where we're just like, we don't want the running backs in those teams because these teams suck. Like, there's just been more offenses that look like they wouldn't even pay off for you if you were got the injury and you were right on who the backup is. You, it, I mean... Carolina is a pretty good argument against that in the sense of they are, yeah. Deontay Foreman's actually been able to be productive on a team that looked like it sucked, but there's just a lot of spots where it's like, it's not even exciting, you know? But yeah. I, I, I in have, bad offenses. Like Caleb Huntley's available in this league I'm looking at right now. And it's like, yeah, I mean, like yeah. he's been pretty good. He can probably get you a few points, but like. Well, yeah. that's it. Do you know what? Like when I look at the waiver wire and even when we're talking about guys like, you know, Odell Beckham or Caleb Huntley. It's like every single one of these guys is like a two leg parlay at minimum, right? Right. Where it's like, you either need an injury and you need them to be good. You need them to land on the right team and carve out a role. Like they're so like the path to relevance on the waiver with these guys is just not saying you shouldn't be taking stabs. It's all we have, but man, the bets seem thin. Do you guys think that there's going to be, I mean, it feels like a year where you can get a guy 
from nowhere that produces. And I, I mean, I, it's not that I know who that would be, but some years we do have, I mean, the year that uh, both Damian Williams and Justin Jackson had big weeks late. Yeah. And I always go back and it's so old and it dates me, but uh, Nick Goings for the Carolina Panthers in like, I don't know, 2005 or something. was like the first example that I had of this in my fantasy career where like I grabbed this guy. He was like their third stringer and Deshaun Foster or whoever their starter was got hurt. And he went on a, a tear for a few weeks and helped me in the playoffs. But, like, this guy never did anything the rest of his whole career. He was, like, a fullback. But he had, like, a five-game stretch where he was, like, an elite fantasy producer. I feel like we're going to get at least one of those this year. But, I like, I, I – Yeah. Th- I'd be Funny you mention um, Justin Jackson because I feel like he's one yeah. of the candidates. He is. He is. We, me and Sean are talking about him today. I was going to bring him up if you didn't. That's a – Yeah, because the, uh, Craig Reynolds went to injured reserve, right? Oh, he did? Yes, he did. He went to IR. Oh, yeah. That's we big. might want to tack I mean, Justin Jackson on some bids. Yeah, yeah. I'm slap him on some bids for sure. I'm gonna slap him on some bids right now. Global waiver alert, uh, just like we do our Swolecast uh global swap alert. Uh add Justin Jackson one dollar bids here. Have you guys seen uh the state of our shot chaser team this week? With yes, uh, with- we're like literally bidding <laughs> what Dusty S Y receiver, it's Hunter Renfro. And I was I, like, I mean, why don't, are we don't doing reveal this? the bid. Don't I didn't reveal a bit. Oh, sorry, Pete, for revealing a bit. How could I? Whoa, wow, <laughs> what of a trail. <laughs> I mean, Pat, we normally save that bit for at least uh I didn't reveal the bit, I just revealed who we're bidding on, which is the whole discussion we're having. <laughs> this this team is in dire straits. We can't even start McKinnon. I mean, we we're discussing McKinnon versus Eno or Najee this week. Our wide receivers, we have Boyd on by. Mike Williams hurt, Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson on by, Traylon Burks uh, coming back from IR, Tyquan Thornton, Jacoby by. I mean, this team in this week is an absolute disaster. We only have one receiver in the starting line. We have the, fa- one the fact that Najee's like not even a strong start for this team. I mean, what? That's amazing. Najee. this is you people anytime anyone says to us ship chasers you guys drafted so many wide receivers like how are you going to know which ones to start we have one right now (laughs) (laughs) jesus well hey bye week twitter will come after you for that though because five of our our receivers are on bye at the same time (laughs) well if you just (laughs) paid attention to the fucking bye week Oh my God! I uh, are we interested in Jalen Warren? Hell yes, we're interested in yeah. Jalen Warren. He's not available in any is of our. Is he leagues. available? No. He, <laughs> well, was what he, he was drafted. Yeah. He was drafted. He wasn't. He hasn't been available like in any leagues all season, unless he was mm. weirdly dropped. Yes, Elijah Moore has been on by for six weeks. <laughs> we, we're we're dropping Elijah Moore in this league. Like the rubber has met the Elijah Moore oh, road. Man. I mean, what he, didn't he, uh, his snaps went up a little bit, right? Well, like they're, they're to supposedly going to move him to the slot. I missed the the chat for this this league, but I kind of want to see how he does in the slot because they're talking about using him in the slot now. I mean, the problem is yeah, is over. we need a defense it's and over. a wide receiver, and at this point, yeah. I think New England defense is more valuable to this team than Elijah Moore. That's where we're at with Elijah Moore. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, I mean, talk about a two-leg, three-leg parlay. Like Elijah Moore, yeah, he has to, he has yeah. to get enough slot snaps. He's not going to just completely take. Okay, over but like level. we're keeping Khalil Shakir because you guys, uh, we've had this back and forth for the last couple of weeks. Like you guys have said that there's some upside if there's injuries. Number one, Josh Allen's now hurt, but like if there's some injuries, he could get enough of a role. But we don't know if he's good. I think we have a decent idea of Moore's good and also a better path to him playing. I would probably but I, to me, Shakir is like a one-leg parlay because I think if yeah, like if Gabe, Gabe Davis, Davis got hurt, I think he's playing like every snap. But is yeah, he good? He, I think he's I, good I, enough. He's he's he looked okay. Is Joshua Palmer good? He just put up twenty yeah. with their entire he's like a better yeah. Joshua Palmer. Yeah, I mean, and Shakir looked good to be clear, but I think you know he had the one big game. He had a. Uh, Five targets, three catches, seventy-five yards, and a TD. He had three pretty impressive plays, and and we've but, all—he has six catches on the year. We've all kind of collectively acted like, he's yeah, done fair, more. fair enough. I mean, I've I've been on the bear side of the Shakir stuff in some of these conversations, uh, mostly when I was trying to keep Sky Moore through the bye. But like, <laughs> but I mean, the Elijah Moore stuff—I don't even think like if he's good, who cares? Like we just talked about how good Garrett Wilson is, and it's like still not having that much yeah. of an impact. Like, yeah, doesn't matter if he's good. It just doesn't matter. Like he needs Wilson to get hurt and be good and get playing time again. Like, yeah, it's he's it's, the Brandon Ayuk of this year. But you're right; it might not pay off because of the Jets. But like, I do think he's going to have a stretch like Ayuk had at the end of last year. Like that's still going to happen. He's not going to go this whole year without playing. I mean, Ayuk oh. had an awesome stretch at the end of last yeah. year. Yeah, so that that bar feels a little high. Yeah, uh, for the Jets offense, for sure. But in terms of him actually playing and getting more involved in the offense, I actually think it'll be similar. Uh, before Crackrock joins us here in a second, I do want to just flesh out our Kenny Pickett debate. As I understand it, I think Gretch and I are, I don't want to put words in Gretch's mouth, but we are definitely the Kenny Pickett Bulls, and Pat is the Kenny Pickett Bear. I'm still leaving a candle on for Kenny Pickett. He's my version of Sky Moore this week, Pat. I want to see what he looks like coming out of the bye against a not great defense for the first time but you're you're fully out on kenny pickett i'm not fully out i just think what he's shown thus far is like gives you really no like not much reason to be that optimistic like i don't really i feel like you guys still view him as kind of like a black box and i view him as like not that much of a black box i mean certainly he's still somewhat a black box but like i just feel like we've we've gotten some information on him and it's been pretty bad like he has 212 plays this season, which is not like a small sample for last year and stuff. I used 200 as the cutoff to like be included in the sample. So he's already hit that. Uh, he's 36. Then he paid per play. Ben was pushing back on that because he's had some interceptions that have probably gone against him. He's 25th in success rate though. So that's not great. And then I looked up PFF's grades and he's, he's 32nd of 39 in their overall grades. So it's like, yeah, it could be somewhat schedule based as you pull this up, but I mean, I this know. is absolutely brutal. I mean, so brutal. You get one win in there at Tampa Bay. Your one home loss is to the Jets, who are a legit defense. They're legit. Buffalo's Buffalo. legit. Miami's the Tampa's one you're whatever. At Philadelphia. I mean, the, the, the point I was bringing up is, like, how quickly people – like, people were ready to crown Carson Wentz as being back after week one against the Lions. And people were I mean, ready to I crown wasn't. Jared Goff <laughs> as being a top-eight you know? quarterback – 
because he was crushing at was home either. in juicy matchup. No, no, but a lot of people <laughs> were treating those guys. I'm saying Kenny Pickett is in the Jared Goff territory <laughs> of he can be good in good matchups. Jared Goff would have put up right. Kenny Pickett numbers through this stretch. I promise you. I, I, I think he can still yeah, be a bust. Right. My main argument has, has been that what he's done so far – it's probably not great, but it also is really hard to use as a significant argument against whatever he's going to ultimately be because there have been positives. He's moved the ball well. I've written about it in signals on a couple different weeks where he's gotten some bad breaks, not just on the interception stuff, but uh, I mean, there was one game where Deontay Johnson barely has a toe on the line in the end zone. I think it was his first start where they only scored three points against Buffalo. Barely has a toe on the line in the end zone. Barely has a toe on the line at like the two-yard line on a third down that would have been a first down, I think, where they kicked their field goal. Like they could have had multiple touchdowns in that game. He's had some other, uh, like, completions down inside the five that have turned into, like, rushing plays or whatever. Some of that's going to show up in EPA. But EPA, what I was saying to, to you, Pat, and I know you understand it, but for the listeners, my argument was it's very outcome-based, and it's not necessarily going to have, in a small sample especially, uh, it's not going to capture who's at fault and stuff. And uh, Kenny Pickett right now has, at one point, had – Seven interceptions and only five turnover-worthy plays, which, I mean, a lot of quarterbacks, we talk about how they have a ton of turnover-worthy plays. They've gotten sort of lucky because there's a lot of dropped interceptions. Like Josh Allen has 17 turnover-worthy plays. I'm looking at the PFF leaderboard right now. It's probably a little bit fluky for him, but whatever. Pickett had thrown multiple interceptions that weren't even great at turnover-worthy plays. And some of the other ones, I mean, just he's gotten some bad luck so far and that's going to negatively impact on on epa but some of the other ones were deflected right now he sits with a two touchdown to eight interception ratio his numbers look terrible i'm sure he grades terrible i feel like he's done a decent job moving the ball and the offense is like sets up all right for fantasy scoring so i'm like pete we're like in a better matchup a little bit you know some some favorable breaks a little bit better luck like he, he can still have some solid games i think i we don't have that small of a sample which is why i was bringing up the the 200 plus plays like it's not that it's not like a tiny sample that we have on him. Like some of this stuff should be coming out in the wash. Like Andy Dalton had, I think only one of his pick sixes was a turnover worthy play against the Cardinals. Um, and maybe neither. I can't remember. Was one of them was tipped. But anyway, he's he's 11th in EPA per play. In the and this is the adjusted EPA per play that Ben Baldwin has that slightly uh downweights turnovers, actually, which is what I was using for Pickett as well. But um I don't know. I guess the thing I'll say for Pickett that is bullish is that he ranks fourth in CPOE, completion percentage over expected, behind uh, Geno Smith, Bailey Zappi, Tua, and then Pickett. He's ahead of Burrow. Burrow's, you know, was very accurate last year as well. So that accuracy would indicate that maybe he does have more of a ceiling in good matchups. So I am, right. I am open well. to the idea that it's definitely like yeah, a film take for me. Based. I don't think I can argue it on the merits of any stats that have been compiled. It's more of like a film thing. And I, again, I think he could suck. I wasn't really in on him as a prospect either. I did talk about him as a, a That's part of it for me too. Yeah. Not a very good prospect in my opinion. But I've, I've been a little bit impressed. And also even going back to how he played in the preseason, he had good numbers in the preseason. I mean, like, I guess my argument would be, what would we expect his numbers to be as a rookie taking over midseason, didn't get a ton of first team snaps or reps in practice you know, in, in even training camp, but in, through the first couple of weeks of the season takes over against a brutal gauntlet of a schedule. Like he's had a low eight odd at times, but you would expect that from a rookie taking over against some of these defenses to like be having to check sure. down a little, he's been accurate. He's shown something, he's shown some mobility even. Uh, and, and like I said, I think he's caught some, some pretty bad luck as well. So, I mean, 
it's not like you're not like you're expecting a not very good rookie quarterback prospect to be a star. Like part of it is is it's a good setup for him. They can't run the ball particularly well and all those things. But I mean, I think he's shown enough that I don't know. I'm I'm still I'm still in on seeing what he has the rest of the way. It's a way easier schedule the rest of the way. It's like top well, three for I, I would say I keep the optimism after this week, guys, because the I don't think this is a good matchup for him. I, I don't really like the Saints have been like kind of good recently against the past. They obviously shut out the Raiders. I feel like a dink and dunk quarterback is kind of the worst case scenario against the Saints. Like you want to be able to beat them downfield. They rank pretty well in success rate against the pass. They're worse in EPA against the pass. I feel like big, big plays, right? And Pickett's Pickett's downfield throwing has sucked. Yeah. His accuracy is pretty good. So I if a schedule argument is your thing, I think it might we even have this choose. argument after this week. Yeah, yeah. it might even be <laughs> because they get the Bengals after that. But week twelve on, it's fantastic. Crack uh, rock, crack rock. Go Roman Emperor Kenny Pickett. Yay or nay? Let's see it. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> crack rock. You can trust that he's going to be looking at the box scores. Wow. He's watching what's, the tape. what's the pick well, and take, Crack Rock? Uh, well, I have a lot of Deontay Johnson. Well, we have a lot of Deontay Johnson. Uh, so, yeah, he's he's not he's not been doing it. it it's kind of like when these rookies come in and the the coaches just don't want to give them too much to you know you know down the field. Look at Zach Wilson; they still have the play calling you know, toned down just so he doesn't fuck up and make those stupid interceptions like he did against New England last week. And he cut back on that and just let the defense do it for you. So I don't know how they're going to unleash Pickett when he just, you know, when a rookie just doesn't have full command of the offense. It's kind of hard. Yeah, and my thing is, like, there was there was legit risk that Toblin was going to just redshirt him like this whole year. Like I think that was within the range of outcomes. So the fact that they already went to him, the fact that they threw him to the wolves with this gauntlet, we're coming out of the bye. There's rumblings that they're gonna demote Najee. You know, they're ready to feature pickens. I, I don't know. I'm just like hopeful that we can get a bit of a youth movement here uh late and that they play a little bit more optimally. So here's a question is he their starter next year? They're two and six. I mean, you still don't. I mean, Zach Wilson, like he's on the Zach Wilson ter- like trajectory where he's going to get another you full season. He's not the second round. overall pick. He could be uh, Paxton. Lynch. He might as well be. I mean, first round pick. Like he's not getting Josh a Rosen. He hasn't been that bad either. He again. has. Like, it he depends. has. I mean. It depends Pat, what that does schedule is like Pat, you would be grass, shitting buddy. on touch every grass. single I'm sorry he's been bad, guys. He, but he has been bad. Like maybe he could be better against the easier is Josh, matches. But... Is Josh Allen going to be the quarterback for the Bills next year after he threw those picks against the Jets? He's, this, he's been bad all season. He's never been good. He's had <laughs> he hasn't had a chance to time. be good. You, you he could have. Dude, he put up ten points against the Dolphins. The Dolphins should have been his like. Game man, that's perfect. You can think and dunk all day against game them. in a rookie season. But that he ten took points mid-season. It's not just one game though. It's every game he sucked in every game. Okay, but you keep going back to that's the game he should have done better in. Like he had no, one he's gonna bad flash game in a spot anything. where he should have succeeded. Is what he's gonna ever flash? I mean, you guys are acting like yeah. You toss the this every one week. out in your in your Kenny Pickett bingo yeah. hater card. Pat. Bring that up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he is seeming to struggle to get his hands around the ball on the, on the deep throat. <laughs> I couldn't get enough on it. Oh, what happened? Why? Well, uh, maybe 
It was a Pittsburgh thing, you know. They went to Pittsburgh and they drafted oh, him for Pittsburgh, sure. and he, he he just needs some more time. You know, rookies, no matter how good they are. I mean, Troy Aikman came in and went three and thirteen and got his ass kicked his rookie year with Jimmy Johnson. I mean, I'm just dating myself, but it's hard for rookies to come in and be effective. And and even Patrick Mahomes took a year off, right? So. Everyone. Yeah, you, you nailed it with the Pittsburgh thing. This is like when David Tepper hired Matt Rule because they were both bus boys. You know, it's just it's just a ridiculous process. <laughs> Never it, I'm with Crack Rock. Kenny Pickett is ahead of Patrick Mahomes' schedule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, that's true. I mean, at this point, you might as well just throw him to the wolves and see what he can do. But yeah. Najee hasn't been right since day one. That whole the, the foot injury was clear. I mean, Warren his day one was, meaning last year. Since the draft, and then they trade Claypool. Uh, that that's weird, man. They're just completely have given up. So they're just that's like, what you do when you believe in your quarterback. You trade away a wide receiver. I I did not expect week ten of this year to be a Kenny Pickett stand. That's not what I thought. <laughs> that is turning me into the biggest bull. I already wrote my newsletter for the Fantasy Life uh, or my intro for the Fantasy Life newsletter tomorrow. And it's a it's a buy low on the Steelers offense coming out of the buy nice. uh, oh, intro wow. here. So. Okay, you might have to wait a week. Saints yeah. Saints might Saints might fuck him up a little. Well, look at it as like what was the biggest tout preseason for fantasy football it was avoid seattle at all costs That's right geno smith fucking sucks uh do not draft dk metcalf tyler lockett forget about it and those two guys dk and i do have some geno smith now and lockett like in the ninth tenth round are like saving some of my teams right now so, I mean, it was like the year before, Jonathan Taylor, it was the biggest Twitter tout in the preseason was, do not draft Taylor, something's wrong. So, so if you use that, you can use Twitter as the antithesis of what to do to, to find value. And then, I mean. You are you saying your whole here. process is just figure out what <laughs> fantasy analysts are saying and doing the opposite? Well, no, I'm just saying you can use that to say, all right, these guys are going to get pushed down. DK Metcalf yeah, in the fifth round yeah. is, is, <clears throat> has the chance. Tyler Lockett in the eighth, ninth, and tenth round has a chance just to, you know, be, uh, you know, it. decent. So uh, you, you are, you kind of are saying that, but you're saying it from a market sentiment and cost adjusted perspective. Exactly. Exactly. It's all market. It's just like buying stocks. It's like yeah. when, when someone says, you know, the world is, is coming to an end and the market's crashing. That's when you have to go in and buy it. And when the world is on top, that's Should when you buy crypto. <laughs> well, now, now one thing one thing that I thank God that uh, my company doesn't when you work for a bank you can't buy crypto they don't let you buy crypto uh, obviously they wouldn't know if I did or didn't but uh, it, it's just it just reeks of Ponzi right now because all these hedge funds have stuff backed by their own crypto it's like it just reeks of made off here but uh i i would just yeah if if you wanted so that, that world is actually ending apparently okay. <laughs> <laughs> well jamie jamie diamond came out and just said that it's 
and you know with Buffett and everyone else and said it's a total fucking scam. But uh, I, I believe in it. I just don't know how much it's worth. And what I do know is that these hedge funds that basically went out and said we'll pay you twenty percent on your if you park your crypto there. That's a red flag. Uh, you can't give. 20 percent uh you know that's what people were telling me some some of my interns came in and said i'm uh <laughs> like greg you gotta do it it's 20 percent. what are you doing dude? there's nothing you're getting 0.1 percent on your uh and i'm like all right just go back to uh trying to find some twitter hacks and, and go annoy them uh, i have <laughs> I put a hundred dollar bounty if I can get uh, some of them to uh, trigger some of my uh, arch enemies on. Hey guys, you're not doing bids anymore. They're doing bounties. On, it's a bounty gate. Bounty gate two. Well, All right, yeah. crack crack. Well, speaking of Wait, power, before we move on, can I just yeah, can yeah. I put a button on the picket thing? Because I just want to say, I especially if we can get a schedule thing. again. I wasn't actually trying to not get us to bid on him. He's the best available in these leagues. I just am more pessimistic than you guys, and I'm explaining why. But seeing how he plays the Falcons in Week 13, then the Ravens in Week 14, then what do you he gets think we've Pan- been fucking talking about? <laughs> he gets the Raiders in Week 16 and the Ravens again in Week 17. That's about as sweet of the schedule as it this gets. This is so. the choir you are singing to right now, yeah. Pat. Yeah, it's the he does schedule. suck. He sucks, and he's gonna suck. And they'll probably so does Jared Goff. Next year, but it doesn't uh, matter. If you don't yeah, have QB that, that's upside, a that's a you have a, schedule. If you don't have QB upside and you have a path to getting into the shootout, like honest to God, Kenny Pickett's a guy to stash because if he comes, I mean, especially week like you said, 13, 14, he starts playing well in those matchups. You wouldn't want to start in weeks 15 to 17 during the, the shootout. Well, see, I mean, the Raiders defense, I've been looking at some numbers, they're arguably the worst pass defense in the entire league. Like, that might be the best. That's in the Week 16 one. That might be the yeah. best matchup on the schedule. Well, did anyone uh, do a Seattle stack in your best ball stuff and just, like, go total, you know, opposite and just say, you know, I'm going to go Geno Smith, DK. Uh... My friend my friend Chris Baggs has, like, 15% Seattle <laughs> sacks. They just happen to be with Drew Locke. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, did he ever hedge that? Because he was oh. so in on lock, dude. But, I think he and got he bullied almost into right. one it, into one hedge. In fairness, in, in fa- well, I mean, this isn't really in fairness. This isn't rudeness. The whole reason he's doing <laughs> Seattle stocks stacks is because he's so high on Drew Lock, right? Like, but he was I almost mean, right. That's even. Well, for- Spags, I know you're gonna listen to this. I just want to say I love you, and you're directionally accurate. You were directionally uh, accurate. <laughs> Although, honestly, I don't know if you were, because the whole offense I still think would suck with the lock. Yeah, that's the thing. That's my point. It's like, he was right if he had the right QB, but also the whole play was predicated on the other QB. He's <laughs> the guy who unlocked the offense. It, it's, <laughs> it, it, it's such a Jet fan. I mean, as a Jet fan, it's, it's unbelievable how these guys leave and just, like, flourish. And then you see the Geno Smith of... Do you, you have know, any it, uh, any takes on Gino from from your Jets days? I mean, the guy got punched by his teammate. No one seemed to care. <laughs> Honestly, Gino is give that guy credit, man. He is he's he looks good. His wheels are moving. He's using his targets. Even Fant got involved. Uh, Walker looks like a clear 
first round pick next year. Uh, he screwed all our, my penny shares. Uh, who knows what would happen if Penny was still healthy right now? Whether they'd be doing a, a you know, a, a share there because Penny was like breaking out had a hundred seventy. Yeah, he looked great too. Yeah. So obviously that offensive line is good. Seattle is just playing well, and Pete Carroll and Geno Smith. Man, I remember them from the old Jets, and there they are doing great. It's Gino was the one that I, we were able to pick up about 15, you know, out of, say, uh, maybe I got a 15% share of Gino early because I just said get him just because why not? Uh, All right. So, you know, crack, Gino, crack. yeah, go ahead, Pete. I just saying we're, we're really burying the lead here. I just got to ask. Is this you at Crack Rock or at uh, Robert Kraft's wedding here? I mean, a lot of people have been wondering if this is you. Yeah, look, look how good Robert's looking there with his wife showing all that. No, cleavage. no, don't distract us from this man over here that looks like a slightly younger Crack Rock. Is yeah. that, uh, <laughs> that is that is my that is my younger evil twin brother. Uh, he he goes by the name of Josh, so that's Josh Crack Rock. And, were you uh, at this wedding, Crack Rock? Were you at this wedding? I I was I was not at the wedding. I was not okay. at the wedding. Did you did you get an invite? I didn't. I did not get an invite. Did that hurt? Your I, I I knew about, <laughs> I knew about it and could have crashed it, but it, it, it wasn't it, it wasn't worth it due to the security concerns. Yeah, I thought you played. Fair. I thought you played like pickleball with Kraft's wife. Yeah, this is a pretty big well, yeah. like hit to the eat like the 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 mythos that we've been uh, well, establishing. Yeah, weddings, weddings, weddings are tough. Weddings are tough. Uh, this was also, uh, as they say, concealed. It wasn't reported till late. Uh, he wanted to keep it under wraps because it was in New York. So I heard about it because yeah, of New sense. York connections. So they wanted to hide the space, and the paparazzi were all on it. And then I found out. And my buddy's like, we can go because there's like an after, there's an app, there was an after party. So he said, yeah, we can definitely go to the after party. But it, it was. Uh, you have too much class to crash a wedding. No, I, I wanted to go. I just had too much work. <laughs> I had too much work to do. But, but the pickleball is <laughs> pickleball. Yeah, the tennis is, the tennis is true down at, down in Palm Beach. Uh, now, are you anti pickleball? No, I love pickleball. No, yeah, it's pretty great, huh? It, it Pat, really are does. you fucking playing pickleball now? Oh yeah, I'm playing pickleball. That's we have a standing pickleball on Saturday. Oh, that, yeah, we, oh, we bought it. We got the. We just got a net coming. Brent, is the net here yet? Gretchen and I are out here watching Kenny Pickett film while right. you're playing pickleball. No, it's very. I don't touch grass, dude. I touch pavement, man. I touch <laughs> that sweet, sweet pickleball pavement. <laughs> Hang on, Crack Rock. Tell me this. You're you're uh, an owner of an NFL team having essentially like a shotgun surprise wedding during the NFL season. Is that not the biggest donkey boy move you've ever heard? <laughs> it, it it is it is very donkey like, but but Kraft just doesn't care. Kraft yeah. just doesn't give a shit. He that can be a donkey. Be he just doesn't care about anything. He just loves going to the games and pumping his fist with his son there. And and then when he goes to Palm Beach, he loves showing off his pretty blonde wife uh, of 
40 years uh, younger or whatever it may be. Yeah, 40 like years his senior, yeah. 40 years his senior, <laughs> 40 years his younger. They, uh, but he, he, he does, uh, and he is happy with the Pats right now. We are happy with Stevenson. That was a nice pick, by the oh, way. Yeah. Is that a royal we, or is that a is that an actual we? Are you in the? No, the that uh, we, okay. we do have we do have a team that's actually six and three. That's uh, true. That, that is, we just can't get a friggin' wide receiver. Uh, not because of you guys and the Piss Boys, but Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson. We thought we were stealing him, and then Cortland Sutton versus Jerry mm-hmm. Judy. I mean, what happened to Cortland Sutton and Russell Wilson? This year has been bizarre. Uh, so and, they, and they, then, this is our I, team with Crack Rock. Six, six and three team here, Crack Rock. You mentioned the Judy Sutton stuff. I mean, how are we feeling about this team? This team is pretty good. Well, it's, we need Andrews to get right. We do. If you have Hurts, you're automatically good. And then we, we do Andrews. have the, the two top like two top five running backs. <laughs> so it was just like if if Mooney can come back, Ayuk with Debo hurt is good. And then if I don't know what the deal is with Cortland should be killing it. And uh Judy, so uh, and then we we're stacked at oh we have we can't even play Andrews because he's hurt. Uh bye. Bye week, but yeah. Oh, it's a bye week too, yeah. And then Higby carried us early. It's just we need we need it's it's thin. We we are thin and we don't have a lot of time. Well, I'm looking at this draft and I'm remembering it. And we had our buddy Frank Moore Cowbell in the three hole. He took Gabe Davis 303 in this one. We were kind of joking about that. Took Elijah Moore 503. Um, which those haven't panned out particularly well for Frank, but he has some awesome teams too. But um this was a draft where, in part because of that Davis pick at 303, the receivers really started flying off. Jalen Waddle went 307. We mm. That's a guy we were taking a lot of the times where we got Sutton mm. and Deontay at the 3-4 turn. We were in the 12 spot. We took Waddle at that 3-4 turn in the 12 spot in some other drafts or at the 10 spot or 11 spot. He went 307 in the Well, draft. imagine imagine if – well, I mean, injuries are – he can't help. But if Penny didn't get hurt uh, – and was and was doing what uh, you know half a Walker's doing right now. He would be. I mean, that would be just be. I mean, it, it would be here. Yeah. But obviously, I mean, you can't complain. The Penny Walker thing. It's like I'm at peace with it. It was like you wanted to have one of those guys in every draft, and the thesis played out exactly right. Like yeah. when you, I mean, I don't, I don't know what more to say about it than that. Like you just wanted to have even exposure to both. The, yeah, he, he went the, a little afterwards, but you can see really after look at all the receivers after the tenth round, and none of them, oh, none of them would have hit. Oh, it's a disaster. So, oh, you know, no. Speaking of the tenth round, we had a little debate on this draft in the tenth oh, round. Oh, this this was dude. Uh, I believe you you're welcome. Broke, you, I believe you broke the tie for Dawson Knox. How has that been going for us, Crash? It's been going well, good now. Do you know what? Do you know how it's going, Pat or uh, Ben? 
Well, we have Mark Andrews on by, and Tyler Higby had zero points last week. Dawson Knox, come on down. <laughs> he, he's been playing all the snaps again. But, after but, after Crowder got hurt, he's back, baby. The lack of receiver thing. I mean, there's What's some weeks you could have played Romeo Dobbs. He's hurt now, obviously. But there's oh, some weeks you oh so we, we lost a tiebreaker. Who is – oh, so Lombardi's got 1,300. Fuck. Uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, so we got to get there on record. Yeah, well, that Lombardi time team is not going to get there on record, and it's going to get there on points. We need yeah. So so that yeah, takes that that takes that last number four slot spot. Yeah, we're away. fine. <laughs> oh no no! Oh, I was the wrong we team. We're six here. and three. We're six. And we're three. six and three. I mean, it like look at. I mean, half the league is six and three. Literally half the league. I mean, my god. Yeah, we just yeah, need to I mean, win the, the next fact, three, and we're fact, the fact that we put up. The, the, it just shows you that we were deep. We had some depth, and we're able to fill in during the year because we had some injuries. Yeah, I mean, oh, if we didn't have a tight end starter this week. We'd be screwed, oh, dude. You Luckily, we get, have Dawson. Knox. You got to get him to lay down for us, dude. Yeah, we got to. We got to take a dive, Frank. Frank. Take yeah. a Frank. dive. <laughs> is is he on here? I mean, oh, did, fuck, he's got dulcage. We're screwed. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> Relax. He's is rolling it, out man? a triple Denver lineup. What could go wrong for our friend Frank? How is Frank? Frank, you have to stack this Denver trio with Russell. Right. Don't, don't help him. Don't help him. Trust me, guys. When this shit implodes, you. <laughs> well, it, 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 was he the one who took Tony and Elijah Moore? I mean, Tony is. Uh, him and Elijah Moore. I mean, it's just. They were going like four, I mean, like five, six. Where let's see, yeah, there's he, so he more. went more sky more. Uh, he's throwing all the grenades for us in this draft. <laughs> Thank you for your service. All the grenades. <laughs> what, what, what if sky more's name would just happen to be sky less? How much less of him would you Did have? Did you write that joke this afternoon, Crack Rock, think, in anticipation I, I, of this I performance? Think so, but I mean. <laughs> In the sixth round, look at that. What did you guys do to that guy? I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Poor we psyops Frank. Frank. That's what we oh, did. Oh, you saw. I mean, look at that psyops. I mean, that is sick how you guys can go in there and just pierce people's brains and just drill. Like, you know, it's like in uh, what was it, Star Trek when the worm crawls in and, and Kirk gets, you know. I mean, Timu was so in on – we had a, so much Sky Moore. I mean, to get him to cut him was like – I literally was like pulling his nails out. He's like, no, he's going to be good. Sky Moore, two wise. It's the fucking sickest name I've ever seen for a wide receiver in my goddamn life. Sky's up. Oh, good. That is so great. I mean, you, you, you drilled that down so hard on so many people. I mean, there it is, the sixth round in a main event over DK Metcalf. All right, can we move on? <laughs> I'm dying, I'm dying. 
Metcalf went a whole, like two rounds yeah, before. Yeah, went a round ahead. You, 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 you don't don't spread misinformation. Yeah, oh yeah, that is that, no, that, that, that is that is bold. That's the wrong way. I'm. You went the sixth round because there were so many receivers off the board already. This was a, a, a you know a piss and yellow draft. Look at all those receivers. Well, that's because you guys are the piss and yellow boys, and you advertise it. By the time we got, I thought we were stealing Darren. Mooney and Ayuk, we had it like, thank God we took him. But the Jalen Hurts pick, maybe that can carry us, man. He's been yeah. so good. What's interesting about us not having a lot of receivers is I stare at this draft board. That 7-8 turn, you have Hopkins going right after it. You have Alave in that round, and we were, weren't really on. Lockett was a good pick, another guy we weren't really on. At the 8-9 turn, you have Rondell Moore, Garrett Wilson, guys we probably would have considered. We would not replace either of our seven, eight turn picks. Yeah, those are great eight, picks. There's no possible yeah. way we would give up Jalen Hurts or Ramondre to get one of those receivers. We just didn't really hit on the four above. We started running back tight end. I don't think we were wrong at seven, eight to go hurt Stevenson. And at nine, ten, there wasn't anything there. Look after the tenth, after our turn with Knox. I mean, we were talking about Dobbs, but nothing really in the next few rounds. It just got really thin at receiver. It was a, it was an avalanche, right? And well, guess and what? It, it was thin at receiver. Like. The guys that got taken were like, oh, no, are not guys that we want, you know? There just weren't that many receivers. A lot of times our target at that 3-4 turn would have been Waddle. He goes earlier here than he normally did. And then we were also – there was that late-breaking, hard-knocks-fueled Amon Ross St. Brown steam to where it still felt, like, gross taking him at, like, the 3-4 turn there. Like, I just – I think we were probably just slightly ADP anchored as much as we liked him on Raw there that we were just never going to that's take true. him at yeah, that He was a fifth-round pick Yeah, not long before this. He was, uh, yeah. you know, a 5-0-3, 5-0-4 pick. And then very late he was the 3-4 turn. But this – we probably wasn't in consideration for us at all at this point. No. Well, look, I mean, you guys were talking all this picket hype. I mean – Obviously, he's going to be out of the league next year. But Deontay Johnson, the schedule applies to him, you know, yeah. as much or more Let's than, go. than Kenny Pickett. I mean, dude, Deontay Johnson has a yards per target of 5.0, which is like bananas low because the quarterback's terrible. But eventually, that <laughs> will regress to the mean. And he, he's he been targeted on 23% of his routes. is pretty good. He's a, he's had a first read target on 21% of his routes, which is a very, very strong mark. Like, he, the offense is still designed to run through him. He has less target competition now that Claypool's gone. Yeah. There's still, like, a lot of really talented receivers that should help keeping keep the chains moving. I think Frymouth's starting to look like a potential stud at tight end. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm still optimistic that they, you know, can have Johnson put up some and, points for us in the in the fantasy playoffs here. And everyone was saying Claypool was great news to unlock Pickett. And, and my immediate take on that was, like, that – Ship had kind of already sailed. Pickett was already playing the deep threat role, already had the 13 plus A dot. Claypool's A dot, which was 13 plus a couple of years ago, then down to like 11 last year, but yeah, was still he's a the slot deep guy. threat. He was still, you talked about this in the offseason, Pat, that even though his A dot came down to like 11 last year, he was still the deep threat, but Roethlisberger just couldn't throw the ball right. down the field. Right. This year, it dropped even further, and he was the underneath guy. So the, the, the targets that are vacated with his trade are more Deontay Johnson, Pat Fryermuth targets than... 100%. And I would even say more more Fryermuth than Johnson because he played 76 to date, which includes a little bit of the Bears stuff, but barely. He's played 76% of his snaps in the slot, which is really high. He was a full-time slot receiver. So I think the over-middle of the stuff, it'll be good for Johnson. 
because um, it is some short stuff. But I think Firemouth. I wish I had more Firemouth. I think he might take off at the end. I love this take though that Deontay and, and what's fun, you mentioned his quarterback's terrible. I mean Deontay's never had good yards per target, but <laughs> Kenny he's, he's always had terrible quarterbacks. So that's it's not worse than Ben Roethlisberger last year. Is exactly what I was gonna say. He was he was fairly efficient with like Duck Hodges and Mason right. Rudolph. Like even though his quarterback is fucking abysmal, he'll still <laughs> get there. Yo, Pete, throw that back for a second. If you look yeah. at our wide receivers, it's really been our quarterbacks. It's not the wide receivers that have been the problem. It's been Russell Wilson, the whole Kenny Pickett yeah. disaster. Mm. Fields early was just horrible. And San Francisco was the Trey Lance, uh, you know, and now Jimmy OPM. G. Yeah. So that's why when you draft – wide receivers knowing who the quarterback is uh, but obviously Keenan Allen Yeah, I always do that. I, I really make sure that I know who the quarterbacks are. <laughs> it's an important part of my yeah, process. Yeah, because otherwise, you know, you could be getting, you know, Kenny Pickett and Geno Smith or drafting you know, instead of Geno Smith, you know, going with Drew Locke. Yeah, I mean, looking at this this board too, like it, I guess, I mean, this was late for DeAndre Hopkins. I'm trying to figure out where could we have scooped up another one. I mean, didn't we take DeAndre Hopkins at like the six, no, seven we, turn no, in another we, draft? I'm we talking did about, it. Oh yeah. yeah. We did. We looked at him in those ranges. He yeah. Seven with Kyler in one yeah. league. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that would, that would have been sweet, but uh, again, the two picks there, the, the Jalen hurts pick is just the best pick. It's massive. Yeah. 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 And, and you look, you know, obviously Mark Andrews cooled off a little bit with this injury by week, but, you know, we were looking through teams, I think it was last week too, and there are these teams and you're like, how is this team in first and second place? And then you look and all they have is Josh Allen and Steph Diggs. And like you hit on that one massive thing. I mean, it's not directly correlated, but we hit on Hertz and Mark Andrews. And like, if you could just get one or two other guys to break out or fill in, like you're a playoff team. Like Dalvin, that's Dalvin Cook is this year. Yeah, and Dalvin Cook can go on a run. He had a route share in the 50s the first two weeks, and then it was down in like the 20s, I think, for four straight weeks before the bye. Coming back this past week, it was like 50-something or, or two weeks ago coming off the bye. And then this past week, it was a season high. It was in the 60s. Uh, I can't remember the exact numbers, obviously, because I'm just like throwing the – what do you call those? Dessa? Anyway, um, his routes – have have gone way back up and they were really low from week three to week six. I want to say it is. Uh, so I mean, I think Dalvin Cook could go on a little run here. That'd be nice. On on yeah. paper, on paper, our starting lineup when you throw Andrews in there is is just is sweet. It, it, it's just uh, yeah. Uh, we we just got to get the, that wide receiver production. Ah. Luckily, we have three number ones. It, it's. Though no, Mooney really isn't a number one, but no. uh, Fields coming alive makes him now uh, alive as well because Fields has yeah. just been, yeah. you know, just and then Debo being hurt, obviously. Ayuk He's is back big. at practice now. Still, though, it, it's it, it, with CMC there, it, it, it's less coverage on Ayuk. At least he's playing every down and then. I don't know what what's going on with Cortland Sutton. What it's been a bummer on? with Hamler, Watson, and Bell because we were really excited to get those. I know Pete, remember you steered us in the direction of those. We were really excited to get those profiles late. None of them have hit. But Pat, I was going to say this is the draft. I was joking about our knocks. This was like the draft where we had the biggest disagreements all all draft season because we had the knocks, Dobbs, yeah. 
but prior to which that, you were obviously right about. I mean, we Dobbs gets the ankle sprain, but that would without that he was going to crush Knox. But prior Dobbs to about that, to get benched. Maybe. I mean, but prior that's to that, we're, we're not telling gonna, me. We're not going to play DFS. Prior to that, to get benched. Ramondre Stevenson at eight one was actually kind of high for him in a really wide receiver heavy draft because Pollard, who typically went like for a while, a couple rounds ahead of him, I think at this time was like a typically a six round pick, ends up going eight oh four. I wanted uh, our first Pollard share in this draft. This is the one where we went right Pollard versus Ramondre. You've definitely won that. The Pollard thing obviously was was good for that one week yeah. as well. But Ramondre has looked like the, the better pick there. It is interesting, Pete, when you're talking about like Hopkins or some of these other receivers we could have considered there, how late the running backs had gone. I mean, I, I know I, I, it's unlikely Ramondre would have came all the way back, but um, there's a lot was there. I mean, that would be, yeah. you know, if- I mean, just, I mean, I know it's just the, the law of averages and stuff, but I mean, you're looking after round nine. I mean, the amount of, oh amount of hits is just, it's just a wasteland. Like, but there's still is. a lot of good running backs in that range. Like we probably, if we right. would have went with the receiver, we went with Ramondre, instead of the Knox Dobbs debate, we're probably going running back, running back there. We might've taken Singletary at nine ten with Penny. Penny goes down. But we would have, you know, Devin Singletary. I don't know if that would have been amazing. When we draft with Crack Rock, we're there's like a 1.5x premium to like content equity when you take tight ends. Like we were, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I would, I would, I would raise that number to one. I say two point. We got to take we, good tight ends. Remember, we had to twist his arm about Mark Andrews. We're like, dude. This is this is crank and purple. We got to take Mark Andrews. Well, here, let I, me just let me defend. I wanted, I wanted Joe Mixon though, and you're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Well, Mark well, who here. remembers? You know, I just want to defend this, uh, the Dawson Knox thing here because look who we took right after Albert O. Now you know that wasn't me. You know I wasn't <laughs> pounding the table for Albert O. I was pounding the table for Tyler Higby, who was actually been pretty useful a couple rounds later. Albert O. I mean. Wow, we probably don't have Dulcich here because of that, guys. Yeah, that 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 was a little Denver. I mean, Denver. What, I can't believe what has gone on with Russell Wilson. It, it's like he just went into slow motion or something. So I was looking up some numbers today. So they have he's not running play action at a high rate at all. He's like down in the like twenty five range in terms of play action rate. But like you know, Patrick Mahomes doesn't run a lot of play action. Maybe that's not a big deal. But he's also like around <coughs> twenty five as well in terms of his shotgun snaps which Mahomes is like third and like Burrow's fourth Burrow's not running play action, but he's run, he's running out of the shotgun a ton. So this fucking coaching staff in Denver has Russell Wilson, just taking like straight dropbacks and not running play action. Like why, why run him out of the shotgun? If that's what you're going to do. Yeah, exactly. He should be in shotgun every single time and how they're not just chucking the ball. I mean, I don't know what, how many targets Sutton has, but it's got to be on the way, way low. Uh, and he just, I mean, obviously he doesn't have the time to get the ball down the field, but uh, you got to just run some plays with him uh, and get him the ball. I mean, they, they did to Judy, but it, at least, at least he's a number one guy and he's out there all the time. I, I mean, the one thing uh, that the giants guys did tell me is, uh, that Kenny, they're trying to get Kenny G back on the field. Oh boy, Darius Slayton's their best receiver. Like as a bit or best receiver, Pat. Darius Slayton is their best receiver. Well, I you're, asked, oh, you're over Wandell Robinson this quickly. 
Wanda Robinson has like a 4.5 A dot and was like a like a weirdly high second round pick so this year. I, a, I, I mean, maybe him. he will be their best receiver eventually, but Darius Slayton right now is their best receiver. He actually is. And I asked him, I'm like, why did you trade Tony? And he's like, <laughs> the coach said, I mean, the coach was like, this guy is gone, 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 gone. Remember when he had, he was hurt and then he had a hamstring, but he was, Tony said he was fine. He was totally fine. They, the coach was like, well, you. clearly he wasn't on the injury report. I mean, it was like, <laughs> no, but the thing was, so I said, well, why don't you just, couldn't you just work it out? You know? And he's like, no, we, we know we're not winning the Super Bowl this year and we need our players D, whatever D says, they call them whatever people, it, that, that's how it goes. He's like, we got plenty of other wide receivers. We're not winning this year. We're just going to give it to Saquon, 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 and see if we can make the playoffs. And their schedule is working out that, that they could actually make the playoffs. They're just going to ride. And they're going to do real well this year, this this week. They have a great match. And they're going to do more of the Daniel Jones shit where they're going to uh, run him more. Like, you know, uh, at least once a, a, a first or second down, the old fake, because everyone's coming to Saquon now. Instead, they have no other players that they have to now run Daniel Jones a, as an option. <laughs> but they said it can work because the defense is playing so well. Um, uh, th- that rookie who was a returner w- was on uh, Adoree Jackson, I think is his name. Uh, he used to return kicks. He's on the Giants' defense, and they just said their defense is real good. So they're just going to play the whole, just like the Jets play this, just yeah. dumb down the offense. We're not going to throw it deep, try to roll out and play action stuff, and then just punt. So <laughs> what, what an offense! Just punt. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> I'm serious. Like, don't let don't let the the rookie fuck up. You know, and Jack Zach Wilson. Yeah. Look what happened in New England. He threw that interception on the goal line oh yeah and the, the same thing with the giants he, he just said fuck it we don't need tony i mean he, he makes everyone miss I, I give you that but they were like you don't show up for fucking practice on time you're gone he makes everyone miss especially gms yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly but they, a- they they totally think they're gonna make the playoffs <laughs> with the schedule uh and, and yeah, maybe Daniel Jones is a, is a worthy if you want some running. Up. He has the uh, same amount of design rushing attempts as Josh Allen this year, Daniel Jones. Yeah, and then he said he's bringing back Kenny G. So I'm like, all right. You know, can you, are you, can you ask G him to go life? back to the drawing board for some better <laughs> ideas? Well, they had trade offers because DJ Moore was being shopped, uh, some other ones, and they're just like, we're not winning this year, guys. Uh, we're not winning the Super Bowl. We're not giving up draft picks. We need to save them because they, they think they need to replace Daniel Jones. Ooh, that's a you're just breaking some news there. The the Giants in the building. Yeah, they they don't they're they're not high on Daniel Jones. Ooh. They I mean it's even though they don't have the targets for him, that that's not their um so that's another miss. They do now. You love- you said you're a Jets fan. Is this? Are you trying to spread some misinformation to disrupt the other uh, rival? No, team? no. I'm just saying because I do have a good. I I, I saw uh, the Giants. My Giants friend this weekend. We had dinner. So that that is true. The Jets stuff. I love the Jets being. I mean, the Jets winning. It's like crazy. 
I mean, that game against the Bills was like the greatest game of all time in 20 years. You know, one of my favorite things is when you do these really random, obscure uh, trivias on Twitter, and you recently did one, and I got it. Oh, yeah. And I was stoked about it. I thought through it, and I got it. But most of the time when you do them, I'm like, I have no idea what this could possibly be. What what was it, Ben? I don't know the exact one. Correct correct me, but it was – it was about Zach Wilson and Garrett Wilson having the same last name. It was the last QB wide receiver duo to have the same last name to do something. What, what, a hundred catch season, I think it was. For yeah, the just exactly. A hundred receptions. Yeah. Hmm. Gretch nailed it. It took me about three or four minutes to sit and think through what types of last names. Right. Might be, might be viable. Johnson, here. because of Johnson something. Uh, that's interesting. All right. That's it. That is. That's right. Pat. That's it. Who's the Johnson? Yeah, you got it, Pat. Keyshawn to Brad Johnson. Oh, don't tell oh. him. <laughs> he told you. Oh, come on. That was. I don't. Awesome, yeah, dude. I don't know. I would have gotten that. <laughs> I know. He, said, still, he said Johnson, and Crack Rock's like, "Yep, yeah, you got all the Johnsons." <laughs> yeah, you get them, but that. I mean, all right. Johnson, but but <laughs> you get all the Johnsons. I was still on Andre. I was still cycling through the Jets. Yeah, right. No, no, but you were on. The I right started path. on QBs, Pat, and I got to Johnson, and I was like Brad Johnson, and then you know the Tampa Bay kind of connection. Yeah. What nice. What do you got here? What you got? Some new Fab? Oh, Traylon Burke. I don't know if you. I don't know if you've ever watched the show, um, Crack yeah, Rock, we, but at the yeah. end we we show the bids that come in across the uh, across the leagues. Are you not uh, a fan? I thought you were a fan I, of the show. I, I didn't have the worm <laughs> crawl in my ear yet. <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, Traylon Burks. We did. We we dropped the hammer here with the Buckeye nice. four twenty one bid two oh nine second. This Chuba bid pretty nice one sixty nine one oh seven. Spiller uh, Spiller gets dropped. Uh, flag that Buckeye Boomers. Um, yeah, yeah, good call. Zamir White gets dropped. Also flag that Buckeye Boomers. Samaj P Ryan gets dropped. Flag that wow. Buckeye Boomers. This might be the the most running back rich yeah. waiver wire we've seen. <laughs> and also, Kenny week. Pickett got dropped. Flag that. That's a flag that. No, you don't have to flag that. Don't worry flag about flagging that. that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, no, that that that's cuff heaven right there. Yeah, wow. everyone's cutting their cuffs for <laughs> we, who, we who dropped we Kenny Pickett there. By the way. Tell us the audio listeners don't need to know that. Uh, Jamichael Hasty dropped uh, Buckeye Boomers flag that away for next week. Um, This is a different team, isn't it? No. Uh, Sky Moore Moore added back Pete Karma for $3. Yeah, that's our our friend. That's a ship chaser. He still has the worm. He still has the worm that we drove into this. (laughs) Sorry, Sorry about the worm there, Pete. Sorry about it. Buddy. Isaiah Spiller, Samaje Piran, Jamichael Hasty, Zamir White. White, all cut in the same league in the same. Yeah, league. That, that, that's yeah. bizarre. That that's a bizarre. Uh, is that a main event? Yeah, yeah. Do we look like guys that are playing FPGs, bud? Yeah, uh, I hear you. <laughs> how are you doing? It? How are you guys doing in that 10K? We're in third. I think we're in third in points. Nice, Second, dude. Second in points, the- tied for third in record. It's turned around very nicely. We thought we got two we off were waivers, man. Dusted. What what did we lose? We had two big kick in the balls. It was Brees, and Brees. what was the other one? Oh, there Lance. was one more. Lance. Oh, Lance. As Brees and Lance. Fan, yeah. As a Jet fan, that was brutal, dude. It's I mean, brutal. how good- it's brutal no matter who you root for. 
Yeah, it was a Lance Pitts team that has is now second in points in a 10K league. I mean, that's tough to do. I have some other Lance Pitts teams that are not doing very well. Wow. Lance Pitts, Brees. I mean, yeah. when, when did you take Orgy at Hall? Fourth, like fourth, fifth round? I think it was fifth. I think fourth. What? I think it was oh, fourth because I remember it was it the was same fifth. structure. Oh, was that was fifth. such a good yeah. pick. Who was Damn. our fourth? Waddle. He, he was the Waddle. Waddle. So now we have the Tua Waddle stack because we got Tua Waddle off so waivers. Sick. That was a nice. huge turn of events for us to nice. get Tua off waivers. Well, that's better Tua. than Lance. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's been what you would hope Lance from a scoring perspective. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that, that 10K is going good. We were in like pretty down spirits there early on. And now it's just like the truth. Started one and rally. four, four straight wins. We are wow. uh, the, the top two teams wow. are six and three. We're tied for third at five and four, but we're second in points. Like we still have a shot at the win loss win. It, it uh, doesn't. It, do the points work the same as FFPC with points? I mean, best record points. Record points, points, points. Oh, so we are. Oh, sweet. Sitting second in points. Better for us. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Oh, well yeah. then, fuck yeah. Yeah, we're live. We're live, baby. We are live. I, I love I, I love that points matter. Like I, I like that scoring system. Me too. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you that's... try using the site, it will make your eyes bleed, but the scoring system is pretty cool. <laughs> Here's the deal, Crack say... Rock. Next year we'll we'll do two, we'll do two NFC 10K drafts in Vegas. We'll do our one with Leone. And then you, uh, who always tease us and say you're gonna come out, you finally come out. We do another 10K. Oh man, that'd nice. be a blast. Nice. That that would be awesome. I I that that would be fucking sweet. So you guys got to come in. How do the playoffs work? What what's the deal there? Or is it just points to the end of the year on the ten k? I think it's just a, an all play with the four and then a head to head championship two two rounds. I think top two teams advance and then two you know because these aren't tournaments so it sometimes no, right it, it, like it, it minds when i do they just do three weeks all play just and your average of those 14 weeks i know i think it's it's a two-week thing four teams make it four week all play top two scores advance to the championship so you don't have a head-to-head in the semis it's a four week, four team all play top two advance it. and then it's head-to-head in the championship i believe based on Last year's NFC team. I think that's what we had. And what do you, oh, DeAndre Carter, Jimmy G, Daniel Jones. Yeah, and so he, this was and this was our Slayton. Yeah, the best wide receiver on the Giants. Truly. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Honest to God, he is. I, I maybe yeah, maybe Wondell gets his shit together. Okay, Don't you want to book me Wondell Robinson versus Darius Slayton fantasy points rest of the season? You can name your price. Oh yeah, I'm in yeah. with Pete on that. I'm in with That's I'm on Pete's side for you like Pete. Now what do you like Pete? Playing time? No, I want fantasy points. Waddell Robinson versus Terry. No, I'm asking Crack Rock why he likes your side because of the playing time. <laughs> oh well, playing time I I, I may not I, I won't take that fantasy points. I'll, I'll give you that. But what, yes. what are we doing here? Do we are we in, in playing? This time? is a who's on first sketch. Like <laughs> no one knows who's talking to who. <laughs> God, you guys, it's fine to have hot takes, but Wandell Robinson is the wide receiver you want on the Giants. We can we could stop with the with the Darius Slayton. I'm no, he's their best wide receiver. Darius Slayton's their best wide receiver. What do you mean best? Like uh, they get he's a their medal most talented for, like, wide receiver as we sit here today. 
Pat, who is going to score more fantasy points the rest of the season for the Giants? Let me check the route right because I want to make oh, sure you're not about this. This is such. This is such. Well, I mean, look, I'm saying know? he's more talented. I don't. I mean, I don't want to. Who cares about make more a talented? Bet that... We care about fantasy points. That's literally all we care about. Yeah, well, talent has a plays into that, so okay, I just want to see what the route right was. Be whatever you want. Waddell Robinson versus Darius Slade. Do you think the Jets and Giants are both going to make the playoffs? Imagine that. And that that's another thing. Everyone like tries to predict what teams are going to be good. Yeah, good luck with that. Correct, I, mean, I, I, I got to correct this. I completely lied to you. It is what you said. It's just like the the shootout in FFPC. It's a week 15, 16, 17 scoring total. That's what we had last year in the NFL. Oh, okay. Yeah, you carry your average, and then you have three weeks. That, ex- yeah, I, that's yeah, that, that's usually what they do. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we, you we, guys, our team was so good last year that we weren't having to sweat any of the money. Right, you were, you, said, you were just like whatever. You were just like whatever. But I'll book did, you a hundred on the Slayton bet. All right, deal. Who, who, point PPR. <laughs> I'll I'll take fifty of that, Pete. If you want, <laughs> you want to uh, I'm trying to. You're you're in a fucking New York City penthouse, and you're trying to take fifty dollars of my bet. <laughs> I don't. I, I'll give you $10 of it. I'll give you yeah, a That is a little $10. bit of an oxymoron right You're there. getting invited to Robert Kraft's weddings after a party, and you're trying to scratch 50 bucks. <laughs> you know, I thought you wanted to lay it off. You were being a bookie. You know, no, you... I wanted as much as I could get. <sighs> They're the Crack same route rate last year, basically. Or last last week. So just just don't need Galladay. When Galladay comes back, he has to, uh, he has to cuck uh, – Marcus Johnson. And yeah, where 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 do you think Galladay is going to be playing when he comes back? You think he's stealing uh, slots? I think he's probably going to steal Slayton's <laughs> Slayton's routes, which is why I didn't want to bake the bet. But I well, figured it'd be too good. It'd be too good if Slayton did it. <laughs> yeah, when you see Galladay go off, you, you, you'll come Galladay, back. Galladay's you, dust. You, you, they, they have so much money in him. They were just like, you're getting back on the field. Uh, because so, he wants to make, he knows they can make the playoffs. As scary as it sounds, the Jets and Giants. Uh, they looked at the schedule. The Giants' schedule is not that hard because uh, they got Washington twice, which which is is kind of easy. And uh, again, they have Saquon. So the Giants. Eric Slayton has good. a has the same target rate as Wondell Robinson with an A dot that's three times higher. He actually provides value to the Giants. They they're nuts if they don't play him. Which they won't because they're going to play Kenny, Kenny Galladay instead. <laughs> um, Crack Rock, what? How, how's the dispensary doing? Do you know where it is? Yeah, it it is in Northampton, Massachusetts. <laughs> Turning Leaf, uh, everyone loved that. It's it, everything. The new flavors. The new thing is they're going to make uh, like the spiked iced uh, seltzers. They're gonna make with. Uh, Wait, is this mates. it? Yeah, there it is. Wait, are you a wine? Yeah, you're we wine? have like, yeah, as I said, you have. Uh, no, no, no. That's uh, this is Vineyards Modesto, California. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. That's my website, California, <laughs> on the bottom. <laughs> Look at this fucking guy, Greg. Are you gonna talk to your accountant, man? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Turning Leaf Dental. No, uh, you need to work on Cannabis, your cannabis right there. Man. Fourth one, yeah, there it is. 
holy shit who did oh, your website I, I oh you mean on the google uh search bar yeah you got to pay for that to get the top list no 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 no. we're now on the website we're looking at this who designed your website this is this is slick this go, is like an immersive view, experience yeah view the film go to the menu and let's uh pick out something uh what what are you thinking about you got glassware, thirty percent off on all glassware right now. Did you yeah, know about the deal? Walk, yeah, if you walk in, um, a fourteen millimeter male banger. What? Oh, that's the upside down. Yeah, that's that's some <laughs> sweet. What is that? this? What is that's this? Like, remember, like the gas mask that draft pick wore at the draft. Puzzle. <laughs> Tuzzle, you need a better photographer here. Yeah, whatever happened, he got drafted, right? He turned out to be good. Glass ring, Rasta. Look at that. That's pretty, man. Do you want me to pick you up one of those? I would love, like, how do you familiarized with his own own offerings? Oh, yeah, that's great. I like that. Uh, Crack Rock, how do you not have a branded, like, Crack Rock thing in here yet? Yeah, because the people of Massachusetts, I, I got to bring my brand to Massachusetts. I may have to move up there. What's your favorite thing in the in the store? Some of the edibles. The the uh, the cho- Yeah, go to the edibles. Yeah, some of those milk chocolates. Mm. You can't go wrong with those. Bedtime Betty's nighttime fruit chews. Sounds like something for eighty year old women. Crack rock. The fruit, yeah. Well, t- you take a hundred milligrams, you'll you'll feel like an eighty-year-old woman. <laughs> That's a promise. <laughs> that that I can guarantee you. A hundred MGs will wow. treat you right. Did, did Grapefruit, you guys... hibiscus, seltzer. You right. crazy? This this is what I'm talking about. That's nice. great. After Look at me drilling down. Look at that. I should have you as my marketing fucking guy. Yeah, please, dude. Your grandma's right. grapefruit. Are grandmas in all of the advertising? <laughs> PB and MJ milk chocolate. Bar. Oh, I haven't had good. that yet. I haven't had yet that yet. I just go for the straight chocolate. Sometimes they have the uh, the Nestle Crisp version. <laughs> can I? Can I? Um. Can I have a question about do, who who does your copywriting? No, no idea. So I'm wondering, there hasn't been a more iconic duo since sliced bread. <laughs> is sliced bread, a duo. <laughs> the slicing is the is the slicing yeah, the, the other peanut butter just, and jelly, peanut butter and jelly. Too no, funny. no, I get that, but they they're saying they're implying that sliced bread is a duo. It is. That, is that, bread that and a slice. That needs to be added. Slices of the bread. slicers, the other part of the duo. Yeah. Crack rock, I will charge you like only $420 an hour to be your lead <laughs> copywriter. For this Whoever second. wrote this was, was fucking trying to give you an MJ. Sliced bread. What the fuck? When you guys went to Vegas, did you hit the dispensaries at all? Uh, I, we, we did this time. We almost always do. I didn't this time. No, we didn't. Um, I don't know if you know Crack Rock, but when we're there, we're kind of on like a covert psyops mission to put little worms in all of the <laughs> drafters' brains. Lots of guy more. It's a business trip. You, you I don't know if you've ever seen this in the draft room, I mean, but we're wearing suits. It's a business trip. <laughs> we got a bucket full of worms. We, we saw more cowbell took Sky Moore in what was it, the sixth round? 
be ahead of DK Metcalf. I know that. Yeah. Sixth round. I, I, that has to be the all time high. Uh, for first, <laughs> I mean, the sixth round. I mean, that is unbelievable. So you're telling me you don't, you don't have any influence over those, uh, the masses. Frank is an independent autonomous man i mean he's not getting brainwashed by us he's doing he's doing what he wants out there yeah, but somehow he got into both of our drafts two years in a row running how is that even possible <laughs> what are the odds of that you think he People, requests he like calls into FF? he might be i think he likes he to draft be. in the evenings and we do for our shows and so there's there's some overlap there I was rooting for your Mariners this year, Gretch. Did you go to that that game, that eighteen inning game? I did. It was uh, an exhausting experience. I saw some something during the World Series. Uh, one of the fans on one of the teams tweeted about how like hard it is to be a fan of a World Series. Like it's just constant stress for like a week straight. Like they had forgotten how hard it was or something. I don't know. I was like, that's how I felt. Like I I had I haven't had a team in, play playoff baseball in twenty years. I was stressed out for that, like, whole – from the start of the Blue Jays series and really the lead-up into the playoffs, knowing they were finally going to make it through when they when they lost out. It's not like I was glad they lost out, but at the same time I was like, God, at least I can, like, not think about baseball for the next, like, couple of days. I mean, I, I yeah, that game, 18 innings, 0-0, it was insane. It was a crazy atmosphere. Everyone was on their feet for freaking six hours. Oh, the Astros deserved it. They they were they were freaking awesome. No, they didn't. We should have beat them. Don't say that. They beat us. Yeah, well, I, I was a Met fan. I, I mean, we, San Diego was in it. it, 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 it was, hey. I think uh, there's some wild stuff in the NFL this year too. With like Seattle, Seattle is good. The uh, NFC is weak. A team like Seattle can make a run. It would be not that surprising. I mean, you got the Eagles. You don't got a lot else. I, I looked at their schedule. I, I, I could easily see the Eagles running for 16 and up. Have you seen the schedule? Can you pull that up, Pete? I only I, have the – my was, main bookmark is the Steelers schedule. Not, you want me to navigate over to uh... – No, I was just <laughs> – this was on the lunchtime. This was the lunchtime chat that I, I've taken. I've now gotten odds on uh, Eagles going undefeated. I wonder if uh, the bookies have that. But I looked, all the quarterbacks they play uh, for the rest of the season are terrible. I mean, they are looking at a 16-0 and season unless they just completely choke. Uh, Ellinger, Aaron Rodgers, Malik Willis, uh, Daniel Jones, uh, Justin Fields, Dak Prescott, Andy Dalton slash Taysom Hill, Daniel Jones again. And you started – you, you missed the commander's Heineke <laughs> at the top. Well, it's so, going to be Sam Howell by then, so I didn't feel so, comfortable. So, what him. team? What team is are they the underdogs in? They're going to lose the- this game on the road. Wandell Robinson's going to go nine for one to the house. Oh my God! What a catch! What a catch! Darius Leonard. Tell me, tell me who's going to beat them? The Cowboys at home. And the Cowboys is a tough Cowboys could beat them. Don't let Justin Fields get hot, Crack Rock. Oh, come on. Don't Stop let, that. Don't let Justin Fields get what, hot. What odds, what odds will you guys give me on uh, <laughs> Eagles undefeated? undefeated? What is it on the books? I don't know. Let's get, uh, 
I you have that. You guys want to go under bet? I'll give you a free ride on. Let, let's let's you let you do a negative free roll. There you yeah. go. They got a free it in the chat. It's eleven. A to negative one. free roll for a pre roll. Yeah, uh, for, wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> if not, you get that that uh, snappy uh, glassware that you saw at the, okay. the headset. All right, deal on that one. Eleven so to one to fucking... be undefeated in the regular season. Eleven to one. All right. So, Ten to it's a, a, all right. Eleven. This to is one. a horrible I, I, negative free roll for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, ten to one, eleven to one. That that sounds right. Uh, it is it, the odds aren't great. I think I deserve more than that. But let's just look at the games. The Colts are terrible. The uh, the Packers are terrible. The Titans don't. They don't even. We're all on board with those first three. This is this is a dicey stretch here. They get the commanders this week. You guys keep missing that. It's on the row up above. That's the first one. Oh, oh I didn't even see that. We're on to, we're on to Indianapolis. <laughs> yeah. Indianapolis. The only thing is the Cowboys, and I still don't see it happening. The and Cowboys the can beat them. Derrick Henry can beat them. Derrick Henry, their rush D did not look good. Their rush D sucks. Without Jordan Davis. Sucks. Yeah. No, they don't they don't throw the ball at all. They just run. What is it going to be uh, like? Uh, Cadillac Williams just. Are you familiar with Derrick Henry? Oh, I love. Who <laughs> loves, I, I love King Henry more than anyone. He you was on our do. first ever team we drafted. What was it? Uh, Eckler Henry start? Yeah, I mean ago? those drafters. We. I think I got him in like mid second round it, it, later in the year. He was a guy who was just people didn't want any part of. Uh, a lot of people forget that we have the what only the Justin line? Jefferson, Derrick Henry team in the entire main event, Crack Rock. People forget that. Right? Yeah. What would the line be when they travel to Chicago? They'll be favored by less than a touchdown, right? Yeah, they'll be like four or five point I would road say favorites. Seven or eight. You think? I don't know. Maybe that's too aggressive. If they're yeah. undefeated at that point. It's a touchdown. It's a touchdown. It's a touchdown. Yeah. If I guess Fields. It depends on how much so well, Fields but... heats up. Yeah. Yeah. It, it does. They'll make it six and a half if Fields is hot, hotter five. If, if not. Yeah. That feels but, right. But but honestly, that, unless you believe in the Cowboys, and I know the Giants are a farce, uh, there's no one who's going to, are they going to, and they're going to be favored in that Cowboys game, aren't they? That'll be less than a field goal, though, right? That's like two and two two and a half because it's at Dallas. Oh, that's Christmas Eve. Imagine Does that change things in, for you. They'll go in there thirteen and zero. Uh, no, oh wait, it's seven. Honestly, if if Zeke is hurt for that game, the Cowboys will win. If <laughs> Zeke's healthy, they're getting fucking roasted. I love that. I don't know. I I look at that schedule and, and I see. Not even a competitive game if Jalen Hurts plays even. Here's the question: What if the Giants are playing for a playoff spot January eighth, and the Eagles are sixteen and zero? No, they'll they'll go for the end. Don't you think? think They also have Minshew. Minshew's a hell of a backup. Minshew might be as good as Daniel Jones. Oh, you mean? Oh, that that is true, Gretch. They they could be playing a meaningless. and have everything locked up, but then and the Giants, it could be meaningful for the Giants based on how good their record is already. But an undefeated seat. Oh, but it's seventeen. It's seventeen games. I for, keep forgetting it's seventeen games. But yeah, they would they would want that undefeated season. You'd have to think, right? 
Yeah, you got to go for it. I, that that looks pretty good. All right, I'll put in a, a hundred bucks. Uh, I just put it in. All right, so eleven to one. I got ten to one on my book. Okay. All right. So there we go. I want to watch this and I want to get your thoughts on this guy, Crack Rock. Here's the deal. Everybody talks about my, I'm completely comfortable in who I am as a man, bro. I know I can lead men. I know I know the game of football and I'm passionate about it. I have no fear about, are you as qualified as somebody else, bro? I spent 14 years in a locker room. I went to playoffs 12 times. I had, I got five dudes in the hall of fame that play with it. You don't think I've seen greatness. You don't think I've seen how people prepare, how they coach, how they GM, how they work. I mean, one Super Bowl's been to two. Like, here's the deal, man. None of us are promised a good job. I may be terrible at this. And after eight games, I'll say, God bless you. I am no good. I may be really good at it. I got no idea. But I dang sure ain't going to back down. I can tell you that. That's unbelievable. <laughs> hey, man, oh, he's shit. right. He that might be terrible turn. at it. That took a turn because he was so confident. That he's like, I might fucking suck. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is like, boom. He just completely just changed it. He's like. Five dudes in the Hall of Fame that play with it. You don't think I've seen greatness? You don't think I've seen how people prepare, how they coach, how they GM, how they work? I mean, one Super Bowl's been to two. Like, here's the deal, man. None of us are promised a good job. I may be terrible at this. And after eight games, I'll say, God bless you. I am. God bless you. That actually makes me feel like he might be okay. Like, the fact that he was just like, I mean, but to be honest, I could be horrible at this. Yeah, I mean another another time the number one pick, uh, bus uh, Taylor just a complete bust. I don't I don't know what's going on with the Colts. Pittman's been a bust. I don't know if there's anything saving that team. Saturday needs to play for him is what needs to happen. They're yeah, player so, coach. Yeah, that that's his only. That's how he says it. <laughs> oh my goodness! So what? What what's your take on this situation, Crack Rock? Is he is this a Ted Lasso fall guy situation, or is Jim Irsay? You're, I mean, you're an owner, you're a rich owner whisperer. What what's in Jim Irsay's head right now? He just couldn't watch it anymore. It, it, it just it was sickening to him. It just made him nauseous. I love it when he saw when he saw the performance on the field and all the money he was paying for it. He's just like, you're done next. Let's get the old center back in there and let him rile him up and just push the pile forward for Taylor and just push the pile. What happened to that? What happened to the old, you know, Taylor and four yards in a cloud of dust? That That's what they did last year. And then they just, like, said, we're bringing in Matt Ryan and we're going to throw every down and play action to Hines. It didn't make any sense. But – I can tell you one owner who's very happy that I was in touch with, and that's the Vikings. They How many are, owners are you in touch with? <laughs> they, they they are pumped right now. They are why pumped. why are they pumped about this? Because they have a four game lead, and it's only eight games have been played. I mean, think of. Oh, you're saying they're pumped. I thought they were pumped about the Saturday hire. Yeah, that's what I thought you were talking about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I I just – I'm saying the opposite of the Ursay, who's so sad, uh, is – or the the Vikings. They – four-game lead uh, after eight games, I don't think has ever been done before. I mean, statistically, that NFC – 
Green Bay Bears, maybe the Bears get good. And uh, yeah, they've already, they're already like clinching and they're pumped on cousins. They they signed him and they got Cook and Jefferson. And then they that's why they went and said we can have a chance this year. And they went out and got Hawkinson. I mean, that was a bizarre trade, but they were like, We we have a chance to do it this year. Because no no one used to trade back in the days, but now you can you can get away with a few trades. Everyone Colts are second in the division. They're only two games back of the Titans. I mean, they can win the division. No, they can't. Ellinger blows. You want to talk about a guy who definitely sucks on a small sample. Yeah, well, they no. just, I mean, the team sucks. I'm just saying it's not – like the Titans aren't a good team, right, ahead of them. And so Stretch it's, it's has there. the Titans beating the Eagles but also losing the division. Also losing to the, to the fucking <laughs> Sam Ellinger Colts. Do we get Matt Ryan back now? Is that – like what – what happens there? No. Saturday you can't put that pull? toothpaste back in the tube. You can if you fire yeah. the coach, right? But your say's pulling all the strings, and he pulled the Ellinger string too. I know, but he was maybe he was like, that was a bad string. I'll pull this other <laughs> string, and then maybe I can undo that first string pull. <laughs> if no, if Crack Rock's thesis is correct that he hated what he was watching, I don't know why Matt Ryan's going back out there. No. Well, no. Sam Ellinger was the quarterback last week, and he was fucking horrible. It's a tough no, matchup, Pat. Just let uh, him get a nice matchup. Again, that you need Saturday to block, man. When you don't have an offensive line, <laughs> you do. For, and that's why they should have uh, Wilson in the shotgun, uh, as you said, with Russell Wilson. Why is he taking it? I don't know, man. I mean, when, when Denver started out, there were like three times on the goal line where like Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams fumbled, and they couldn't get in from the one. It, it was just, it was so bizarre uh, what's going on in Denver. Uh, I hope they get it straightened out because if they do, our team has got a chance to uh, to get through. I, I mean, because I think uh, Mooney has live action now with Fields. I mean, did you see that game that Fields put up? A hundred well. yards rushing. I mean, that's got to. I, I got to look up for the most rushing yards in a game by a quarterback, but that's got to be up there, like Michael Vick. <laughs> Uh, it it, it fast, is actually um, is up there as it can get. Uh, crack rock. That was the most rushing yards. <laughs> by a I, can I didn't even read that. It was the most rushing yards. Yeah, I, it I, I, I wonder it who it was. I wonder who he beat then. I think it was Michael Vick. Well, there, you go. Yeah, there you go. See, I know it. I don't need to read those things. I, I know. So, uh, yeah, I just told myself a fact. But that, that was told myself a fact. But, but that was that was pretty impressive. I mean, we have. Do you have any Justin Fields? Did you hold them on any of your teams? Uh, let's not talk. Redacted. About it. We got some redacted. I think. Uh, I mean, it, it, I did try to remember. I think I, I got to look at Hassan. Hassan shot me down hard in Penta. I, I floated Fields there, and he's like, "What's the fucking point?" <laughs> He called him Justin Shits, I think was his name. I think nickname. he said Justin Shits, yeah. <laughs> when I see him and Hertz play, they're like the, the same exact player. But Hertz has such good weapons with A.J. <laughs> Brown and uh, Devontae Smith and Goddard and Sanders. All, all these running backs that no one wanted, Jacobs and Sanders, turned out to be – those were the, the, the steals of uh, – 
The draft. Sanders blew it, man. Sanders didn't even know. Sanders like, don't draft me. (laughs) Right. I I mean, Jacobs and the Sanders in like the seventh, eighth round has got to be. Those are the steals this year, right? Jacobs is the steal. I mean, who is the biggest steal of this season? It's got to be Kevin Tompkins has got you, but he's got he's got a suggestion for your dispensary. Oh, he. Uh, he's, he can do a better byline with peanut butter and jelly. He's got a new strain for you. Can you pull it up, Pete? Who? Oh, oh yeah. No, Kevin. <laughs> the next strain is the Justin Fields. Can't get any higher. Can't get, I like that. I like that. Fields of dreams. <laughs> Fields of dreams. <laughs> I mean, but do you remember, just turn the clock back like four weeks ago. He, he literally had like zero points, I think, in one game where they couldn't even throw the ball. And Daryl Mooney didn't have a target for like four weeks. Daryl Mooney sucks, dude. Darnell, Pat, <laughs> is there a single player you like in the NFL? I'm. I like Darnell Mooney. You like Darius Slayton and Darnell Mooney? Those are your two favorite players. Daryl Mooney works at Burger King down the street. <laughs> he said Daryl Mooney. I'm just laughing at Daryl Mooney. Jesus. He Sorry. plays Moneyball, man. I fucking uh, touted Darius Slayton. It made you as angry as I've ever seen you. What? Oh, yeah, right. You're out of Bunny Robinson. <laughs> you were being hyperbolic, and I had to get I wasn't. you to walk it back. I think he's. Yeah. I, I made the bet with you. I think he's the best wide receiver. Not without checking a myriad of stats. Well, I had, I had to make sure he wasn't going to get benched, and I was. I didn't want to look like an asshole. No, he's not getting benched. They traded Tony, so I, I don't know if he's going to get any targets in KC. But uh, that that doesn't help this this guy Moore situation. Nothing helps the Skymore situation. That's an eight-leg parlay away it. from hitting. Yeah. <laughs> two, two years will help. <laughs> well, that was another still was McCall Hardman, you know, all all day in like the 17th, 18th round. There, there was a, a wide receiver who was having a pretty pretty solid year. I hate um, to say it, but I prefer Michael Hardman in best ball still. I, I just I'm going to say it. Well, you gonna know when to start Michael Hardman, Crack Rock, with uh, Kadarius Tony now in the mix. You, you think Tony has a chance to actually have a season now? I do. Why not? How how are those? Uh, how's that big contest, that two million dollar best ball going? Who, who's leading that right now? What are the? I mean, the I got a, players. Got to be. A I got Jacobs a team in the top five hundred, but the police are they're watching. I don't necessarily feel comfortable talking about it. It may or may not be a 6-0 RB team with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Tua and Tyreek. And... That's the whole screen is falling. <laughs> you better not talk about the structure, man. They really will get you for that. Yeah. God, they come for you, Crack Rock. Oh, you know we're not allowed to... <laughs> you, know you know we're not allowed to talk about our best ball teams, Crack Rock. You're trying to get me arrested. Okay, is that from the the NFL YouTube police? Or have they come yet? No, it's just you know. I mean, the big best ball. They try to uh, they try to get you to talk about your teams all season long, but no one wants to hear you talk about your own best ball teams. It's just kind of a fact of life, and so the police kind of really crack down on it. Yeah, I heard that. Right? What? What? Hang on. We'll indulge you, crack. What is your best team? What is the team you're most excited about across your portfolio right now? Well, honestly, with the way the playoffs work, you never know because that three weeks, you know, run, I just want to, I'm just looking at right now, I'm like a little over 50% 
win rate or get into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So that's one out of 12 teams. So that's uh, I'm winning there. So you just got to get your ticket into the playoffs. Half you of your teams play. are in, in position to make the playoffs right now? Over 50 Right now, uh, of all the leagues I'm in, I'm, I'm, I'm through in over 50%. Wow. In what? Nice. 30, uh, 33% baseline, right? Yeah. Or 12? Well, one out of, no, one out of 12 is, is not, uh, well, four teams make it. Yeah. So yeah. make the playoffs. So yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so you're, yeah. you're above baseline. Yeah. And, and that's all you got to do because the playoffs, you know, it, it gets wonky. Those three weeks, you don't know who's yeah. going to, who's going to hit, you know, all you need are the, those 200 plus games Last year it was Cincinnati, right? All the Cincinnati stacks went because they scored like 50 points in two straight games. So it was Higgins, Chase, and Burrow, and, and Mixon that won it for you. You know, it, who knows who it's going to be this three weeks? So uh, all, all I care about is just get punch my ticket in and just get me another chance. At crack, crack Rock's an, uh, an advance rate guy. He's not a. He's not looking at the matchups. He's not getting ahead of himself. He's not a week seventeen correlation. Oh no! I, I you get you guys do that, and it, it blows my mind. It's, no, it's, it was part of it was part of the worms we put in people's heads. <laughs> uh, it was week seventeen matchups. Sky Moore, Ronald it, Jones. It's, it, it's all fifteen through seventeen. You know who gets hot, and you know who, what teams are going to be, what players are going to do it. That's so why your I, Rus- your Russell Wilson teams are dead if you don't have Sky Moore. Yep. Yeah, well, <laughs> and your Naheem Hines teams are dead if you don't have Tyler Boyd. <laughs> crack, crack. How many of the week 17 matchups do you think you could name right now? Uh, well, I think you showed me that you just showed me the, the, the Philly Giants game. <laughs> That's week 18. You're close. That's week, That's 18. week 18. Oh, it was week 18. You guys got me. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's your your Michael. How Thomas many how many could you teams. name, Pete? Because I it's my memory's a little wiped on it. There are a couple little crevices in there. I I could probably still do like twelve or thirteen. Like if you if you give me a team, I'm I can I can tell you. Isn't it Rams Chargers against each other? I, yeah. I yeah, that was the yeah, hot one that everyone was hot excited one. about. Uh, well, the Denver KC one is the one I, that has gone. I yeah. did have Seahawks jet stacks. Crack rock. Yeah. Have, it's earlier. Eagles Saints, right? Eagles Saints. Yeah, Eagles Saints. Yeah, the um Houston Jags was the like toilet pole oh, one everyone was excited bowl. about. Detroit Chicago could actually be nice now. What's the Giant? Who do the Giants play? Yeah, Detroit Chicago actually it could be that is oh, that's that a in, good one. Is that in Detroit? Because it's always better in I actually New don't know. My my superpowers do not extend to who okay. who, who is. Oh. I, I am looking <laughs> yeah. at the Eagles. I'll tell you that right now the Eagles schedule is they are going to go seventeen and out, or they're going to have they're going to make a run for it. I'm Did you watch looking. them against the Texans on Thursday night? They looked a little vulnerable. Well, one they're playing on Thursday. You know, players don't even try on Thursday. I mean, they barely. <laughs> They barely care about that game. They just want to get to the bye week. Uh, and so when they win that game, that's why you never want to play players on Thursday night. If you have a that choice, is, if yeah. you're like in between like someone Sunday who's like equal, always go with the Sunday guy. Uh, yeah. Because players are fucking tired. They hate fucking Thursday night. They curse Thursday night games. 
because they're so sore, especially if you play on Monday night. Uh, but where was I? Uh, <laughs> the Lions are at home against the Bears. Week sounds yeah, like yeah. someone's been enjoying their own supply. Yeah. I think yeah. there you go. Right so now. the Lions are home. So that game, that that, that game, game against Chicago is going to be live because anytime you're yeah. in, indoors in Detroit, you can have a that game's going to be hot. Yeah. yeah, that's gonna be a you know. I pulled up the schedule, Pete. I got a few more for you. Bills. Uh, the Bills play uh, Cincinnati. Of Bengals, course. yeah. 49ers. Yeah, 49ers that... are Raiders because that was all my Waller right. kill too. Yeah, but yeah. that Eagles. Is... Yeah. Saints. The Eagles are Saints. We just yeah did that one. Yeah. Uh, the Bills Cincinnati Chiefs. is outdoors. Chiefs is Denver. The, the big yeah, Broncos flop. got a lot of that one. That's Bucks. gonna be a cold game. That's the Bucks is Panthers. Yeah. That Detroit, that Detroit Chicago game. Packers. The Packers are versus fuck, 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 fuck. I mean, oh, are they uh, Minnesota. Are... Minnesota? Oh, that's right, that's right. The division. Did you guys ever yeah, get the Giants? You you asked the Giants. Yeah, yeah. They put in the chat the Colts. Pa- yeah, yeah, it's Colts. Uh, Patriots. Patriots are. Oh, that was a backdoor uh, one. Dolphins. Dolphins. Oh, that was, I remember the two of Ramondre teams. Yeah. Is that is that in Miami? If that's in Miami, I, that's think, I don't know where it is. I think he said the because other one. New England and Buffalo in December. That that does New England and Buffalo is that 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 Cincinnati Buffalo game. That's not a 40-30 game. No, and that's I was worried about that one just because like being cold weather outdoor Outside, like that one. That one yeah, that, yeah, that. I think this is the last one. Commanders. Oh shit! Commanders play. Oh fuck! It's another shitty, boring team. Uh, Browns. Yeah, he's oh, nice, dude. It remembers like the worst game. Not even one of the bad games that anyone talked about. I never would have got that. Wait, well, because I, I the reason I remember that one is because I remember vividly in one of my morning chats being like, "What do you guys think is the least?" stacked game for week 17 like the most boring one and right. everyone's always like washington cleveland yeah, yeah. is by far the most boring well stack. it's gonna be deshaun to cooper then we'll i know it's probably actually that. not gonna be bad cooper's now. actually a guy i feel like we were too low on man yeah it's kind of like it's not even like that crazy of a thesis that played out he just has all the targets everyone else sucks and then he's gonna get oh, Watson. you have no when when i would draft cooper team would get, he, he would freak out he literally his head would explode he'd be like you're taking this guy he's so done you could have taken sky you could and i was getting cooper he kept dropping and dropping and dropping right. and i was like i you just got to take him because he's the number one but when deshaun comes back and Nick Chubb, and that team's going to be sick, dude. I, I mean, why is no one – have you been trying to even put Deshaun on your roster for late in that playoff season? He could be someone who could steal a championship for, for somebody. I was floating him before the bye weeks. It was a little too early, and then he got scooped up during the bye weeks. I don't think we have a ton of them. Am I having I mean, a couple shares? What, what do you think is going to happen there when he comes back? I mean – Brisket is is playing so well. They're gonna be very good. They're gonna play Watson. No, I know. <laughs> I, I know they're gonna play Watson. I'm just saying controversy in Cleveland. I'm like, how much better could they could be a lot better? Gonna, I mean, yeah, they could play Watson. They, they're gonna be good. <laughs> they're gonna be good. Um, all right, crack rock. All right, bros. It's, uh, 
it's it's always wonderful having you uh, swing by. I feel like you're slightly less faded than you normally are when you come on here. You didn't do the walrus. Oh no, I'm I'm in I'm in the other room. We have to save the walrus. Uh, How, how's your how's your on a serious note? How's your dad doing? Uh, not good, but uh, we're 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 trying. Yeah. We're trying. You see him still a lot going out there. Yeah, thanks for asking though. Thanks for yeah. asking. It, it's just uh, you know sometimes uh, you know you you just gotta you know forget about work and and, and other shit sometimes and just uh, you know reach out to your your parents your siblings whoever out there and, and just uh, know and, and give them a hand you know give them give them uh, some support so that's what I do. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, it, it, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, it, it, it's been tough. Thanks for asking though. That, that that's yeah, man. that's very cool. No, I remember when you were when you're on the show last time and you were out at your place uh, and taking care of them. So I know how uh, I know how that goes with at least with my grandparents too, who are who are getting up there and how much work and care and in time it takes. And it's like it's draining too. You don't want to feel selfish, but it, it's a lot to put. Yeah, because they're so stubborn. Yeah. They're just so set in their ways on, on certain yeah. stuff, and you're just like, but this is a smarter way. And they're like. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I I know, okay, but just get me the New York Post, all right? <laughs> uh, uh, well, I'm I'm really pumped though for some Vegas next year and and, and some of those 10Ks. And you know what? I'm going to add another C note onto that uh, Philly uh, undefeated season. <laughs> okay, okay. Right. I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good because that's up to 2K. So that'll ensure us another main event for next year as well. So that'll go right to the main event. You got to start booking this now because it's it's back to back years, Crack Rock. You've been on the fence, uh, and then it never happened. So no, I'm putting I, it on record now. I I, I hear you. It, it was just there was there was no way I could do it. As you said, I was I was yeah. caring for, but uh, Vegas looked uh, like so much fun. I miss it so bad. I mean, there's no funner place, uh, and and plus, you know. Uh, there's the dispensaries out there are great. We'll, we'll go hit them up and we'll see if uh, who can handle a hundred million. We'll do a we'll do a dispensary uh, copywriting field trip. We'll kind of go see how they all position their various products. Yeah, I, I would like. Yeah, I would. <laughs> that would that would be a fun field trip? And let's yeah. let's make that part of the field trip. All right, market research. Part. Um, all right, guys. Appreciate you hanging out. Uh, enjoying reviewing these main event teams even when it's painful to look back at some of the draft boards uh hope you guys do well in week 10 for gretch for Karain, for crack rock i'm pete we'll see you guys next week